like you guys. All in this two weeks. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. I'm not sure why. No. Well, some of us anyway. He likes games. The fact that we're there is merely secondary. Right. He's you know, my mental picture. I, my mental picture only lasts six days for your beard, and I got to see it every seventh day. <laughs> <laughs> Some memory development issues. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Memento where I don't want to tattoo your beard on myself. Oh, yeah. I just got to go see it every seventh day. No, that's a little too hipsterish if you have to tattoo a beard on it. Right? Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm your host, Rick. With me is Pat. Hey, Hello, what's Pat. up? All right, Jeff. Hello. And Dale. Hey, everybody. We're all back together. Yet the again. band's back together one month later. Look at that stuff. <laughs> Has it been <laughs> a month? We planned it or something. Yeah, right? when, did, when did the last episode, when did we record that last episode? About a month ago. Oh, that okay. be why I said a month. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's summertime, so these are going to get a little harder to do. Yeah. And we'll probably do like the, you know, five week, then two and a half week sort of thing. You know, <laughs> it'll still, we'll still technically hit the calendar month. Right. Although, if you look at the, I think I saw the Patreon that we're still a dollar short of having to commit to that one month thing. So yeah, there was a yeah, we had a tenth Patreon, but it was like for I think it was for a dollar. That's and all right. It was, if it was interesting, because he also decided to to say no thanks to any of the stuff, which I didn't know that you could do, but apparently he just offered money without needing to have anything. So. Hey, well, whoever he is, thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate which it. Is, which is what you get for a dollar, and so we're not supposed to thank him. But no, thank you, seriously. <laughs> no thanks for you. You know what? We thank people just for listening. If you can give them right. money, yeah, too. If good, good point. Give them good something. Point. Yeah. yeah. I think we're yeah. still going to do something special for our, our Patreon supporters. So Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out a couple, like, I don't know, all of the, all of the documentation for Patreon is outdated. They must have made some serious update at some point, and none of the stuff makes sense anymore. None of the directions. It's like, click on this thing, and it doesn't exist. You're like, what am I supposed to do if I don't know how to get to that page? So, click back. Yeah, but it's like like the first level. It's like, click on the menu. The m- menu isn't there anymore. So, you got re- you got to restart mm-hmm. your computer, see? Clear your cache. <laughs> it's a Mac thing, apparently. I don't. I no. I honestly think they just made like a serious update to all their stuff, and they like forgot about discord or anything else for that matter apparently so anyway i'm gonna try and find a way i have all your emails so i might send in just an email or we'll 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 do something special let get you guys involved and let you know what's going on as soon as we have as soon as i have time because it's been pretty crazy we actually have plans so we do have plans we just plans don't within like, plans yeah we want to try something big, out big important plans and hopefully everyone else thinks they're actually cool hopefully Hopefully. I think there were, it was fun the last time when we were screwing It's just the four of us. Well, right. It's kind of like any other night. You're right. Right. Point. No, that's cool. And, and we got to do this because I need that time. So Dale really needs the hobby. Money. Dale needs the rub and the hobby wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
So that segues, segues us right into hobby updates. So, Dale, do you want to start with hobby updates? Sure, I'll start. Okay. I've actually been able to accomplish jack all. So. <laughs> okay. Clear, Fair. concise, to the point. No um, foreplay. Um, I like it. I'm stuck between about 12-hour days right now at work um, and support on the weekends. Uh, hopefully yeah, I should no wrap up by the end of this week, I think. We'll see how it all goes. And then um, my other hobby is World of Warcraft, and they're dropping a new expansion in four weeks, so I'll probably yeah. disappear. So yeah. been nice it's knowing you. Yeah. See you in yeah. about six months. No, no. I'll take some vacation for a little bit and... and take care of all that and then i should it'll go back to normal <laughs> once they clear the first raid tier you know and they have it on farm status he'll be back a little more regularly yeah so. yeah you won't be playing every night but oh, i have boy. a tournament coming up that i have to start painting for which is why i want this thing we're doing with our patrons to to start happening Ooh. are you gonna do something other than the japanese um it, it's it is like miniature gaming months. it's miniature gaming. oh okay you're doing that other one yes I thought maybe the uh, the October thirteenth, the game day one, you're going to play something other than the Japanese that you've been playing for two and a half years. I'm I'm still learning the Japanese, so <laughs> you don't and even have all the stuff. How for the many Japanese titles yet. have you won with the Japanese? So, but no, still no, learning. No. The fine tuning, fine tuning. You're doing. Unfortunately, no um, no hobby other than what we were able to do on that short little time with our testing. So, sure. Okay, which you're well, painting 40k. Maybe. Are you, Maybe. Are you even painting that right now, Dale? Yeah. Well, no, you're working 12-hour days. Well, no, yeah. Up. Like I said, the last time I was able to hobby was when we, we did our Patreon test. So. Okay. Oof, Dale. Are you, are you going to, yeah. Are you going to cheat on us let's, when you're doing that and talk? tell let, us you're painting both actions? Let's just let that one go. <laughs> no. No, I mean, I no. mean it's okay. hobby, and I'll, I'll, I'll share pictures and everything with, with the group. Sweet. Hobbies, hobby, techniques apply to everything across. Good. Even though yeah. fair and point. That feedback, our, fair point. Yeah, yeah the feedback say, we get is going to be important. So, yeah, the, the scale is a little bit different because I think your your forty millimeter Space Marine is not going to quite have the same thing as your uh, your Iwo Jima uh, GI Joe. So, yeah, the, the scale is is definitely different. And no trying to swap just in case you get extra special rules with that. By the way, that doesn't work out. <laughs> Wrong, wrong kind of marine. Yes. Right. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? They're a marine. I, I, actually, the guys I'm not painting aren't technically marines. They're something else. But. Well, there you go. Never mm-hmm. mind. Then. Yeah. Janitors, right? Yeah, they are the janitors. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my mop. Yeah. It's a very special mop. There's no other mop like it. Pat, do you want to go first or do you want Jeff to go first? I'll let Jeff go first. All right, yeah, Jeff. Jeff, what are you working on? You know, the worst part is I can't remember everything I said I was working on the last time, but I can tell you what I've accomplished recently. Nice. Which I, I put the picture up of that, the uh, SDKFC 247 I got from Here 46. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, it's a nice model. Those, those guys make great models. I'm super impressed with the quality of that kit. I, honest to God, I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what to expect, but it's very nice. So kudos. Have no fear ordering from them. Just put that out there. Who is that again? Uh, Here 46. H e e r forty six. They have uh, some pretty good lines. So yeah, I'll reach out to them see if they would like to uh, give us give us some sponsorship. If you yeah, you can it always out. try. You can always try. Worst they can say is no, right? You know, I I, I get that a lot. <laughs> uh, European, right? Uh, not at the moment. I usually don't do that when I'm on the air. 
It's late. Come on, man. You set me up for that one. I'm not going to not take it. That's fair. I blushed a little, but it didn't make me upset. It was perfect. Moving along, please. Yes. So, European company from Denmark? Uh, No, I believe they're in Germany. D is is Deutschland, isn't it? Yeah, DE is Germany. Yeah. Yeah. It is the. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how they. Isn't there a whole bunch of laws around this in in that country? There's no, selling um, stuff? there's no swastika on it. Yeah, yeah right. No, I, I'm noticing that. Like they've got the German, like the German stuff. But you're right. There's no swastikas. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, are they allowed? To, like, are they allowed to make like old SS uniforms even if they don't have swastikas? Is the only rule about just no swastikas? Period. That's it. There's there's also some common sense in how it's used. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. I just like I know that it was like kind of a thing for a long time that you like well, can't yeah, do a lot is, of crazy stuff like, with uh, it. Toys do very little damage in the grand scheme of the world. Sure. Generally. Well, Except to other toys when dice are behind them. Also, it's probably a practical thing that most swastikas don't need to exist anywhere inside, like outside of Germany too. It's not like it should be just a German rule, I suppose. I'd agree with that. Yeah. But, anyway, anyway, yeah. all right. On. <laughs> so, yeah. What else have you? What else have you got? Uh, I also picked up one of the new Warlord uh, eighty-eight Flak thirty-sevens, the plastic kit. That uh, that's a super fun kit to put together. That looks mega cool, man. Yeah, it's really nice. That's got a lot of super detail to it. Holy cow. It's a great kit. Plus, I got this little... I haven't done these guys yet, but I got this little baggie with, like, seven bros to run the gun. I have not got around to painting them yet, but... Did you get the Zug of 88s? No, just one. I wasn't (laughs) sure. I wanted to make sure I really liked it, and then I was like, do I ever really need three? And I was like, hmm... Yes, but I can acquire those for different purposes because they're just objectives on a table, so... yeah. So, but yeah, so both of those kits are great, like super big thumbs up for me. And I got a box of 24 the or whatever the new Plastic Americans are. I have not opened that one up yet, but it's very much on my hobby table. So, because in the meantime, I've been building the gaming tables for our Operation Snaf, who are improving a couple. So, it's uh, it's been a journey, but we've got three tables done, and we're just about to start the last secret project table, so getting excited that's gonna be so freaking sweet sure hope so i hope we can keep that secret (laughs) because that's so exciting when i talk about all the time it's like no don't do it yeah i don't think that one should get set up until saturday morning uh actually i I was kind of talking to jeff about this the other night uh, so we'll have the friday thing just to just to bring up the whole uh renegade open bolt action that we'll be running there the friday i think we'll kind of we'll have those set up but if we can do it early enough in the day, we can like put like sheets over them because I don't plan on using them for the recon rumble. Yeah, but sheets. Someone's just gonna peek, right? Uh, mean, the guys we have can. going there, probably not. Well, some forty cares wandering in and out of there might. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. But we'll someone see. eventually will like take a peek. But I guess if that's you know if, what, if that's if, a prerogative. If, if, they can want to sneak and sneak a look at their Christmas presents by all means. Exactly. Yep. We'll figure right. it out, but yeah. So other than that, I've been writing uh, scenarios and story stuff for Snafu, so I should have a lot of that for you guys, hopefully, by the end of this week. Wow, awesome. good job. I look awesome. forward to that. I've been I would kind of looking at our schedule where we were last year at this time and where we are now, and uh, I'm kind of, kind of sweating things a little bit. Oh, really? We're behind? We're about three weeks behind where we were last year. Oh, sh- shoot. <laughs> so. Really? 
like I feel like we have enough tables. That's not the concern. It's like getting all the scenarios written. Yeah, right. The, the, the planning and then what we're going to do. Sure. And, sure. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. that freaks me out a little bit too. Thanks, Pat. So, and just a heads up fun. to the the couple sponsors I know actually listen to this that I will be pinging you very quickly to get some commitment on actual status levels because because Renegade Open kind of requires us to pigeonhole you into silver, gold, club status level so we can get the proper level of sponsorship icon on the right spot on the website. So I'll be looking for some actual commitment those levels. So that's coming soon too. Right, because they they get more than just our support. They are promoted by Renegade as well as yep, a whole. Yep. Like they're put on their website as well as our stuff. So, yep, which is pretty cool. Sweet. Okay, yeah. so that's what I've been working on. Okay, Pat, how about you? Uh, how much time did you want to take? Because <laughs> okay, well, you want me to go first. I had the, I had the week <laughs> off of Fourth of July due to the little quirky calendar work on my calendar well, for work. We had the holiday on Wednesday. We had the floating holiday on Thursday. It happened to be a Friday off, and so I take two do- two days off Monday, Tuesday, and I also got like nine days away from work. So, and the wife had to work, so I was just chugging away in the 3D printer all week long figuring stuff out and let me tell you those things are not a plug and play whatsoever there's definitely a fine-tuned art to them and some of the stuff you get from Thingverse is pretty good some of them need some help Uh, a listener who on Thingverse is known as Dewey Cat was kind enough to help me out with some of the problems I was having with the 88 I was trying to get set up for uh, Jeff's table and he did that fantastic job thanks a lot man i appreciate all the hard work you've been doing and if you guys are on thingverse and now he's one of the few people i can't say this for everyone but he literally prints all his stuff and makes sure it works before he even posts it onto thingverse so if you're looking at stuff on there and it says dewey cat on it you know that's good stuff make sure he likes his supports make sure you click those on so that's just 3d printing for you 3d printing gurus out there great stuff uh, in addition to doing that, I had some old school craft and actually like molding, modeling, working with two-party epoxy, working with some flex paste and getting some snow effects. And I do have my um, airfield board done, which took me about 30 hours longer than I wanted it to take, but it's mm. done. Okay. And so now I've actually moved on to the last board I'm going to do which I had estimated was going to be 20 hours, and I'm already 15 hours into it and don't really have a start on it. So, <laughs> Jeez. Wait, do you, when you start a board, do you actually sit down and estimate your time? Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. He's a planner. Right, I suppose. I don't, I don't do that. It's, it's <laughs> that my nature. I, me. No, it's Because I, I, generally speaking, I know how long a specific task will take me and how many hours in a given day or a week that I can actually get away, you know, not away from the wife, but yeah, literally away from the wife and kid to actually do these things. And, you know, if I can get TV time out of the way, which we just got Netflix, so you know that's that's a drain, at least a part oh, of it. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. Oh, uh, just put it on while you're working on other stuff. Sure. That and that's what I do. Too. So there was actually one point during the week that I had some stuff laid out in my, my uh, setup board down in the basement. I had the 3D printer going, I had World War II in color playing on Netflix, and I had the airbrush going all at the same time, and it felt pretty freaking sweet, let me tell you. That's awesome. Yeah, That is some serious perfect. hobby immersion right there. <laughs> okay. So, and 
in the meantime, I'm also casting some stuff in Plaster Paris upstairs in the kitchen since the wife's not home. I can kind of take that, <laughs> stage, that section up there, too. That's what are you cool. casting in Plaster? Uh, so you remember the fuel depot board I ran last year at Operation Snafu? Yep. Some okay, of those yes. have uh, gone through some transportation catastrophes oh, and or handling, stuff like that. Right. So I'm repairing some of those, replacing some of them, and then also the effects are good enough that the board I'm working on now will also require them in a slightly different color scheme fashion. So Okay, gotcha. And you had that as a, you already had a mold for that? Uh, yeah, actually it's a Woodland Tenix mold. And oh, then nice. Which are those? Get, those molds are really, really awesome. So they're pretty big, pretty heavy, and then also I do a lot of foam cutting for the base, and going to kind of try and make some of them raise up a little bit of tear, just get some good height out of them too. A little more line of sight blocking. Yep, a little more line of sight blocking, and then what you, the big secret on those is actually um, so there's this oxide paste, which is kind of like a red paint that has sand in it, and now they also have this Terra Earth same company which is kind of like a more earth tone stuff which also still has the sand in it so it gets a nice little texture and it kind of blends those lines between the cast and the foam cut really mm-hmm. well yeah sure yeah i think we've talked about a vallejo version of that mm-hmm. a long time ago see like episode four like it seriously that been, long it ago been three it, somewhere in the first it, it was not in the tens i don't believe <laughs> it, it's not a secret but the thing is they just recently came out with a, an earth shade of it Right. That's awesome. That's really That's nice, nice to have, like, because then you don't have to, like, repaint the damn stuff if you like that brown, at least. Yeah. Which no, nice. you just have to do highlight, shade, highlight, highlight, highlight. <laughs> but with ground, it's not that hard. Just dry brush that shit out of it and mm-hmm. call it a day. And then cover it in grass because no one ever sees it anyway. And you, like, realize how much work you put into something and then it's all gone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And I have to digress and apologize that after having done the airfield board with the snow effects and the actual snow that's not going to happen on this next board <laughs> why why not it was so much more work than I was anticipating like oh, honestly yeah. an extra 20 hours <laughs> of trying to get the, the the sculpt together and getting what I wanted to look like and then it almost got scrapped like three different times I got so frustrated but oh man it looks good um, you're going to find when you see this one in Operation Snafu. Uh, you probably won't see it there. I think it's still going to be an objective board if, you, if we're thinking, Jeff. I'm highly, highly likely. Highly, highly likely. Hint, hint. Uh, intelligence officers, really valuable for that. Mm. Potentially. Not saying, but saying. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it took a lot. So the, ele- the, the runway itself is considered elevated. And you may see on some of these boards, particularly that I've made, I think Jeff might come with some of his own too, that there might be some special terrain rules that will apply to boards that wouldn't normally apply to normal boards that look like this. Yep. So if you're on the runway, don't expect the stuff next to you to give you any cover because you're just too tall, but if you're below it, it probably will. Okay. Cool. And actually, I, I like even took like minis and actually staged them out, like put minis here on this side and minis up on the runway and go... Yeah, this guy's got covered. No, this guy certainly doesn't. So, okay, cool. Yeah, if it's true line of sight, that's going to make. I mean, that's easy. So, you, you say that now. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always that discussion that can make things not go the way you expect them to. But yeah, no, fair enough. I don't I don't want to have to like design a diagram for it, but hopefully it'll make enough sense that we can explain it. It's not like there are four of us and we couldn't, you know, kind of babysit that board if we had to. 
Yeah, we're pretty awesome at figuring stuff out like that. Yeah, it, the logistics are not going to be a problem, I'm sure. Hopefully not. We'll have to see. Okay. Anything else other than, like, everything? Uh, do you know what? That, that, that's that's going to be enough for now. Okay. No miniatures? It didn't sound like there's a lot of miniature painting in there right now. You're kind of in Operation Snafu mode right now, aren't you? Uh, I am. I, did I mention we're three weeks behind? Yeah. No, I know. I know. So, And I'm also, I'm also uh, writing scenarios for Recon Rumble and trying to correspond with Jeff to try and make sure that we get the narrative tied together between the two, so... Okay. The miniatures will have to wait. Who knows what it'll end up bringing to Nationals, so... Yep. That's... That's a ways away still. That's April. You got you can paint like an army in like a week, so... It'll be okay. <laughs> I, I got some time. I can't. Yeah. I have gotten some paint on models this week. I actually painted my first unit of 12, like 12 Marines. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, yeah. I know. So I put together a deuce and a half with a MMG open top, which someone was looking for. Dave was, was Dave looking for that? The Rubicon. He was looking purchase. for a, 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 a 3D, a 3D oh, model. Right. He wanted a 3D printed model. I, I don't know if you can find that, but I found the Rubicon model to be just fine. So I, bought, I had that, and I put together my LVT Buffalo. I'm, I'm bringing a Buffalo to... Uh, Let's if, go, Buffalo. Right. If if there's room at, at Rumble, I will. I'm in, anticipating playing it if there's room. If 20 other people sign up, then that's so be it. I'll I'll hang out and watch instead. So if there's room, we'll probably try and sneak in. Hopefully, yep. right, right, Pat. That's kind of the idea. Is we're just like we'll fill the gap if we want to. Yeah. If play. if we are at 17, then I will make the three of you play. <laughs> And they yeah. will not be ringers. They will be on their own, and they will have to pay for the tournament spot. Yeah, I was going to say, we will, we will pay for the spot. So I so yeah, expect them to not give you the soft, warm underbelly, but actually have a competitive list. And well, when you beat the pants out of them, let them know you beat the pants off them. You're right. That doesn't mean anything for me, though, so it'll be okay. I'm, I'm not playing my real army in the Recon Rumble, so if oh, I really? lose, you're like, whatever. You were lucky. <laughs> You're not playing Japanese. But, no, for the Recon Rumble, he's got the the Wahoo oh. Warrior. Oh, that's yeah. right. Marines. He that army. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. Bring, yeah, so the easy you buttons. I, you and I will both be playing Marines. Okay. All right. Stay frosty. Great. Great. Now I've got to make Marines. Damn it. <laughs> Don't I can, give I can in. pull that off. I can pull it off. It's, Don't and, give and, in. And LV, LVT Buffalo is like 150 points or something like that. Seven armor with three MMGs on it, though. Can't complain. Pretty Actually, solid. I think you can upgrade two of them to HMGs if you wanted to. Yeah, also, you know what? One boy's anti tank rifle for 30 points will take it out of commission. Well, yeah, but my my other stuff will take care of that problem. All right. Man, enough about we'll strategy. See, yeah, what yeah, else, you, what else you got for your hobby? Uh, that's that's primarily it. That's like, Oh, well, let's go back to strategy then. <laughs> I mean, right? That's all I got. The fact that I get. I mean. I got them to a fairly high standard. I, I, I put like three or four highlights on the skin tones. Got all the weapons, kind of touched up. I've been kind of playing with my scheme, getting the uniform color right, uh, painting camo on their helmets because that's the only kind of like sexy thing you can do to Marines, right? They're kind of wearing green. Right? Too many jokes there. 
I know, I know, but so yeah, so like they just wearing green uniforms, and then you got like, well, I mean, thankfully they're, they're at least a little bit more dynamic because a lot of them have like their sleeves cut off and stuff, and then you're like open, op- like a little bit more open shirted with dog tags on and stuff. So you can like do like tats and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but I, that's that's probably beyond my range. Plus, I think it was more like. If you saw those early early World War Two tattoos, they weren't the greatest looking tattoos. Some dude on the boat giving guys tattoos is not right. So I could do it then. Ones. Just like you know, I think they started faded blue, you know, so mm-hmm. not like the crispest of of uh, tattoos. So maybe here it is. What out. is that? It's an eagle, dude. It looks like a fish. <laughs> no, I don't think they're ever that bad, but they were. It is definitely not the the quality that you see today. But I don't know if I don't know if I could. I still don't know if I could pull it off. It'd be tricky. I, well, who knows? I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot on a couple of the models that I don't need. But otherwise, I think I'm just, I'm I actually bust out a whole bunch more and assemble a bunch more so I can have a whole like I can make sure I have everything I need for a recon rumble if I end up playing. So because like I, the first assembly time I did of all of them, I had all of my all of my lieutenants had SMGs, and my new list doesn't. Like, I needed to scrape, like, six points off the list, so I took the SMGs away from those guys. So now I need lieutenants with no, with rifles. But so I'm just going to throw this out here really quick, because you said Recon Rumble several times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm the one writing the scenarios for it, and the narrative effects is the only thing I'm bouncing off of Jeff. So when, if you guys do end up playing, you won't have any other advantage than the rest of our clubmates will as far as knowing what the scenario objectives and stuff should and ought to be. Just want to just throw it out there. Let, let everyone know. If yep, we yep, we're that. not the ringers, that, that right. we are... You're not there to put down a soft game. You're not going to be there because you know how the scenario plays best <laughs> and have played it a dozen times and can just grind everyone. That you guys will pretty much be on even keel with the rest of the clubmates just because, you know, Jeff and I like to... We like our guinea pigs, and we like to oh, test yeah. stuff out and make sure it works out. Because <laughs> once in a while, we come up with some really okay. That was a really bad idea. It didn't make any sense. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> or it's like there were too many so, things going on, or like, right, like the it, rules too, were confusing. We get, I get really mechanic caught up in stuff and don't realize that you can't actually function that way in a game. So you can, nobody else can, but just. Just from an engineering standpoint, I like to apply too many factors that someone can't sit there without a calculator and figure out what they might have possibly just won. So yeah, fair. Yep. It's, yeah, it's it's the what's the what's the rule? The kiss. Keep it. No, wait, wait, hang simple. on a second. This model does have his left stupid. foot down, so he gets an extra point for that, right? Lies, lies and slander. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Just. Disclaimer out there for everyone else listening. That, that, still on that does explain, like, you texted and you're like, hey, does anyone want to do one of these scenarios? And then that, like, got redacted. Like, nobody, like, you didn't offer to actually do that. I was kind of disappointed because I really wanted to try a, a recon uh, scenario. But I get I it. have two written right now, so Thursday is no, up, up in the air. Well, but we're not supposed to know what they are. You, right? you can get the general theme about them that... And, and for the record, there will be like so. It's a three-game tournament, so you have to have some secondary objectives throughout them to differentiate someone who wins three games in a row. Right. Yeah. So and those you guys will not know about prior to the tournament. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay and, sure. and hence, they're not going to follow the same thing that game day one does. Okay. Yeah, that cool. makes sense. Because that seems too obvious. To be fair, am I going to have to like pretty up your scenario packet or not? 
We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but you might have a gag clause on you or something. Yeah, I, I might have to just, like, what is that thing from uh, uh, Men in Black? You're just going to have to erase my memory. Yeah, do, yeah, do the, get the, the memory zapper thing. Just, yes. just get me good and drunk. That'll work. Well, let's be honest. Rick needs every advantage you can get someday. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. Well, I'll, here's the deal. If you're ready to write the scenarios, or you, I'll give you my list beforehand so I can't change my list afterwards. So if that makes sense. Like, at least that'll, that'll lock me in. It's the only thing I can tell you if we're going to do that. All right, anyway, I, that's all the hobby I got. So that's a lot of hobby for all you guys and a little bit for me and none for Dale. For those keeping score at home. Anyone keeping score at home these days? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I have us written down as forty-eight to two. No, um, no bolt action hobby from me. Technically, That's I fair. did hobby. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, so moving right along, then let's talk about all sorts of other stuff. Let's talk about Facebook. Let's talk about. Do we want to talk about angry people, or are we just gonna let that go? Let's let. I don't that know what you talking about? Let's let that <laughs> one go. <laughs> all right. Great. Okay. Um, well, it just says rules corner here. Is it supposed to be the like the things underneath the, in the agenda pattern? Those supposed to be yeah. The headings may have been okay. altered in some fashion. No, that's fine. That's fine. So we're going to cover some rules, and we will, you know, oh, Pat will get them right. I'll get them wrong. Whatever. Um, so the one now again, rule. Rick. Wait, it's let's... not that we see you playing these rules wrong because we'd have to see you playing. Ooh snap! <laughs> Ooh snap! Yeah. Apologize. I, I, I actually, actually haven't gotten a game of bolt action in quite a while. I think I was your last opponent. Were you? Uh, would have been before re- the game day. would have been before Bug Eater. We played on a Thursday night. Well, that's the given. <laughs> it must have been that long ago. Holy cow. Yeah, it's been a long time. Like, I may have other games lined up sometimes, too. So, um I'll have to rectify that in the next two weeks. How's that sound? That sounds great. It sounds right. like a promise. Then I can remember the, the rules. Uh, you you kind of heard the 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 voice going up at the end. That was me questioning it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that happen, but I'm going to try. My a quote-unquote family emergency may come up if you have a bolt-action no, game lined up. No, 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 no. Let's put it this way. If I play any games in the next two weeks, it's going to be bolt-action. How's that sound? That's my promise. That if I sounds can make like it you're not going to be playing any games in the next two weeks. That is bad. I was going to say, would you tell the guys in the podcast last night what? No, I was going to say I played a game of that recently. So yeah. Um, hey, as long as you're playing and you're having a good time. I had a good time playing. We should get you and Dale playing a game. I haven't seen Dale play a game since uh, the game day, actually. Mm. Yeah, at least he plays. He's got a lot of stuff on his plate right now. Work is busy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll give him a pass this time. Yeah, all right. So we've we have had a lot of people asking us stuff on Facebook, uh, like which is we awesome. Get messages pretty regularly for Pat to, hey Pat, can you interpret the rule book for us? Um, which is which awesome. I'm always happy to do. <clears throat> no, right? I, I keep them coming if you you know it's nice. I'm sure. The thing is, is if we have a lot of beginning players listening and they have questions. I would assume that anyone that's a beginning player probably has similar questions. So it's not like none of those questions are stupid. They're, they, some of those things are hard to figure out. Like going back and reading about the ambush rule and how it applies at the end of the turn isn't quite clear. 
That means Correct. Cough, sorry. No, that, it, and again, you know, a lot of these people start with their second follow-up question with like, "Sorry." It's like, no, it, it, it's Facebook. It's it's a very when you get to it sort of thing. I just happen to get to it while I'm sitting at work trying to work. <laughs> and I haven't been able to for a number of weeks, so or, I'm or glad trying. that Pat is paying attention. Yeah. Yep. At least someone and, is. And I have all the electronic resources available to me on multiple different formats that I can more than happy. I, I always try to cite a rule where I can and a page number that helps out for further understanding. And you know, bring them. You know, I have no problem with that whatsoever. I mean, un- until all of a sudden I get flooded with like 14 an hour, then I might have to pick and choose and, you know, give you just an RTFD or RTFB, which is read the book. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he's just responding with numbers. That is, that means page number, by the way. Yeah, just go read one thirty-four. Okay, good. Yeah, I I don't want it to become overwhelming, but it is nice that people are reaching out and asking questions about this stuff. Um, Absolutely. I don't feel like you're sorry to bother you, sort of stuff. It's no. Like, do you know what? The people at work that come up with really dumb questions to me, like, what should I put my name in this drawing that I'm working on? You know, those, those are the dumb questions to deal with on a regular basis. So what you're asking <laughs> is not at that level. Pat's a kindergarten teacher, and the little kids come up and ask him. <laughs> I wish I were, but I'm an engineering <laughs> firm, so. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah. Same difference, less paint. Right, fair, fair. And more probably in the lines in general, I'm sure. Lines are straighter, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, don't feel bad that you're asking us questions. Like, I respond when I can if I know something, but that doesn't seem to happen very often. Or Pat gets to it before I can. He's usually got a more thorough answer than I do anyway. I normally will give you, like, two words, so. Uh, Don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, that's usually what it is. Or seems bad. Yeah. Your funeral, buddy. Yeah. I mean, Normally uh, I won't tell them whether or not they're right or wrong. I'll just tell them my opinion on whatever it is. So um, so this one just says the one-inch rule. So you <laughs> 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 just wanted me to read that, didn't you? Well, Jeff, yes. do you want to run this through and through, or do you, do you want me to? No, no, you're the rules man. I'll just chime in. Okay. So, so here's the thing. It's the, like the very beginning thing, which people skip. Like, we're talking literally page 35. Well, that's so, not right at the beginning. Well, well if you go past I, the fluff. Oh, fair. All right. hey, Apologize. Hey, hey, history. Historical history. information. It's not fluff if it actually happened. Okay, sure. so if you go through the history book at the beginning, <laughs> this is this is under the headings of, it's uh, there's basic supplies. So if you, if you, I hope most of you covered that and have tape measures. But so units, like the third or fourth one is the one-inch gap. So... Basically, a unit must always end, here's the key word that everyone seems to skip on, end their movement one inch or more away from any other unit, whether friend or foe. So, furthermore, during your move, you cannot move closer than one inch to any enemy unit. Keyword, enemy unit. unit. Mm -hmm. I see this so often, and I see it from the people who are already on the defensive as you're moving your troops and you go past a tank or a transport or another unit, and they go, oh, got to keep an inch away. Mm-mm. If it's your unit, you do not. Hell, you can move through your unit. Yes, but that's not how people see it and react to it. And, and we know where this one-inch mentality comes from. 
<laughs> some other game, yeah. But it's it's very clear in here. Yes, you Jeff or Jeff or Dale said. I think Dale said that you can move through your own freaking units for crying out loud, you as though they weren't the there. Units. They're your bros. They get out of your way. You're on the move, and they screen your retreat. And you know what? If you're in front of them and you all turn around to run, then they're in front and they're feeling better. Okay. So that's that's the one thing I just wanted to reiterate is that the end of the move has to be an inch apart. And that's the difference and that's the key. And it's entirely different than when you're shooting across them because they take exception to that. Yeah, when you're moving... Specifically, and I, I see this played again and again and again. It's like, nope, gotta keep an inch away from them. Uh, no, you, you just moved along the side of your tank there. You have to keep an inch. No, no, I, I can move past it. I move a lot faster than a tank when I'm running. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if I wonder if that's where a lot of the hang-up is, though, is because you have to be one inch away to shoot, right? So there's so like here's the hang-up. Two kind of close rules. To, to, to put a to put a cap on this one, here's what the hang comes in. So for shooting, you have to be an inch away from the infantry units, whatever. If you are shooting past something that you can't physically hurt, a.k.a. a tank with a rifle, you can shoot right down the dang thing. You don't have to worry about that one-inch rule. And so people naturally translate that to the movement also has to keep a one-inch away. And that's kind of where the misinterpretation comes in. Right, that's what I was just saying. It's like there's two rules yeah. that are very similar... In like that, they're one inch, and I can see why people get stuck on it. So, start doing one is shooting sh- shenanigans. One is moving. Right. No, they're very different. They're, they are different, but I could see why people would get them confused. Or they would. Oh, I totally agree. Or totally they would agree. consider them the same. Right. Yep. I can't do this. Why could I move if I can't shoot? Right. Kind of. I can see people getting hung up on that. All right. So the moral of the story is you can move your stuff however you want as long as you end one inch away from any unit and you cannot move within one inch of an enemy. That makes perfect sense to me. And, and again, the one inch of an enemy, any point during the move, unless you're assaulting them. Right. Right. Which, in case, yes. In, in which case, All bets you can, are off. if I remember correctly, the rule also states that if you are if you are assaulting a unit, you can move within one inch of any enemy on the, on the run. Correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I remember think... there being something that you can you can no. skirt yeah. those, that rules ignore. No, no. The you only sure? way you can no. move within an inch of a unit is if you are if you're assaulting, if you're assaulting, assaulting unit. that unit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can't go through an enemy unit or bypass an enemy unit if your path takes you within one inch. Okay. Without That's... assaulting them first. Okay. So, so you so... can screen your troops. Yes, yeah, you can. Right. Well, I but know you can also shoot expected. your enemy troops. But that's a whole different thing. We've covered that before. <laughs> that's a, that is a different thing. Okay. Um, and and now I see yet again we're talking about this assault. Yep. And pepper. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's so? What are we talking about? What what's this question? I should see this Facebook topic that you have in the agenda. So kindly. Posted. So this one's really good in the fact that uh, Alessio actually chimes in and answers to it. Oh, interesting. If you get about midway through it. Oh my god, it goes on forever and ever. Not uh, really. Yeah, a little bit. So there's, there's a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about answer, and some people who do, and then they're, inter- they're interspersed with people who know what they're talking about, and other general people who are just like, kill them all, go get them. Okay. But if you can but, scroll down to yeah, Alessio. Alessio. Yeah, I see that in here now. So where he says, by the leather... So, okay, let's go, let's go back to the topic question to begin with. Yeah, right. What is the what's the question? So, so here's the question. Yeah. 
a unit, quote unquote, or hash or whatever whatever symbol he's using, A is in rough ground. The very edge of it, attacking unit B is in open ground, plus or minus nine inches away, attacking unit B orders a run to assault unit A. Does it work? So on, and then you diagram this, hold on. <laughs> unit A is in rough ground. Okay. At the yep, edge of so the forest. target the target is in rough ground. Okay. Unit B is open. So in the parentheses, they say a very edge of the forest, so thereby yeah. meaning that Unit A is being granted cover from firing against them, but is not taking a penalty for firing out of it. So that's that one inch away from the edge of a, of a forest or right. so ruins or stuff like that. Terrain. So that's, yep. that's kind of why they're sitting there and what's going on, and they're plus or minus nine inches from them. It's so essentially more than, orders. more than six inches is essentially what they're saying. Yes. Right. Okay. Attacking unit unit B orders an, orders an assault. Does it work? Correct. Okay. So, so by letter of the rules, Alessio says that if the base of the closest model, closest to closest unit, is in slightly inside the train, the charge is not allowed. Mm-hmm. Even if there's only one millimeter train to cover. So any train ever. So it really comes down to, honestly, if you're taking a cover bonus from terrain, don't expect to charge out 12 inches. Don't expect to be charged 12 inches. Yeah. Right, Jeff? That's, that's yep. kind of... That's exactly what it is. That's a great way to do it. That's a great way to think about it. I mean, if you want a cover bonus, you're, you're, yeah, exactly. And I have seen this so many different times that people are like... In there, okay, you know, one round, you know, I hop by, and they're like, oh, you shouldn't mean, well, I got light cover, I'm in a forest, okay. Next round, you see them, okay, I'm going to charge you, you know, there it is, eight inches, okay, charge you, like, hey, no. You don't, get, you don't get both. You don't get the right. benefits well, and no negatives to come with it. Yeah, here's, here's why it works. Well, here's why it can be consistent is because it's the closest models. Right. So if the but closest, if the closest models, model... It's, yeah. So so yeah, if the closest model is the one that is in the terrain, then it's good, but you can't decide to take the second closest model which happens to be standing outside of rough ground and could totally go 9 inches over open ground and charge it because the closest model can't do that, so you're not able to charge or be charged. So now here's the other thing that just kind of just just to yeah, give some, you a small curveball in here. Yeah, tactical shenanigans there. Yeah. So if you've got 50% of your models in open ground, but there's less than that still in rough ground or whatever, what happens then? No cover. You do not get. There's, you are not granted a cover bonus. What happens with the charge? If you are the charging <laughs> unit and you've got two or three guys still stuck in that rough ground... Are they the closest? They it's are closest. not technically the closest. Well, then they, you ch- see, it's in in the assault phase. It's closest model to closest model, and if you have to cross rough ground, if you're the closest model has to close, the, has to close, has to go over rough ground, right? Exactly. Or starts in. Right. It doesn't even consider anything other than the closest model in the actual rules. When it comes to assault, as as it's written by letter of the rules, when it comes to a cover save, uh, you look at the majority of the unit. And I completely agree with you on that, Dale. Yep. Though I have had it played it 
poorly against me. Right. I didn't think twice about it. And so in the end, and Alessio grants this, he says, by letter of the rules, that's how it's played. And then in the very same answer, he goes, it's such a marginal situation, I would personally roll a die. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's right. always good when the uh, rule writer and says so that. and so the <laughs> yeah. idea is saying meh, whatever. And, and so if if you're on the defensive and you want to protect your troops, you can take advantage of this oh, yeah. rough ground rule to slow the advance of whoever you happen. You know, it's you know there's some real tactical play. And I had this first shown to me by John Stentz when I played him once. And as I was trying to, I was trying to, to rush one of his flanks to apply some pressure. And he had a unit that he had popped into, into kind of some rough ground. And they were just outside of six inches. But I could, if I ignored the closest unit, I could just run to some bros that were outside of the rough ground. But it's closest to closest written in the rules. So it's good. He totally opposited me at Bug Eater. Oh, maybe he adjusted what he was thinking. So he had a sniper team in the open on objective. I had three guys of a five-man unit outside of any cover with a wide open streak of four inches to him, mm-hmm. and deemed it to be a well. No, sorry, that's still correct. He deemed it to be a simultaneous assault, which is correct because the movement of the unit got reduced to six inches. Wait, is that right? Why did it get reduced to six inches? So, so closest to closest, we were about four inches. So three of the guys were on the road. Two guys were still behind a hedgerow and still had unit cohesion. Right. You're and still so leaving, because, you're so still leaving guys, rough ground. So there's two guys are still leaving rough ground. So that still was a simultaneous, right? Yeah, it's still okay, simultaneous. Yes, okay. Be, that, because the majority is only in the shooting phase and whether you're grounded a cover bonus. Right. Right. That okay. has nothing to do with assault. I but the closest to closest is, you know, so if I had been... And the closest to seven closest. inches with those three guys and mm-hmm. the two guys in rough ground, the closest to closest is still a 12 inch run. Yes. And therefore the assault is still taking place. Yes. But it's and still I think simultaneous. That is the important thing and is still simultaneous. Right. Right. And that is what makes the most sense. And this is, this is why assault sucks so bad. It's so confusing. So if you're on the offensive, <laughs> yep. If you're on the offensive and you want to be able to charge out of rough ground. You want your closest guy that's charging to be outside of the rough ground because he'll get his full movement. Unless and he's charging the rest someone. of them can be sitting in there with shackles and whatever right. and still follow along. Because you just need that closest guy to get there, and then everybody else just rubber bands in. Yes. Right. So there's, to me, there Perfect. seems like there could be that some tactical. That sounds exactly like you nailed it. Yeah. yeah. There could be some tactical shenanigans there where you can... Get a long the defending kill. side, yeah, the defending side is a whole different right. ball. Which yes. is which is why you take that time before the game to talk about what is rough ground. Yes, sure. Yeah. And what yeah, are the barricades? Because defended obstacles are exactly the same thing. Okay. Which, of course, we mentioned before, you can actually run around, but as soon as you do the run around, it becomes simultaneous. Yep. Right. And I think it, that was uh, made more clear in the fact. Yes, that yes, was. that was yep. a recent, more recent update. Okay. See, this is why this keeps coming up. I don't expect this to go away because it is a really confusing thing with a if then is is not uh, what what where, you know. It, what? A perform varying while. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's definitely if left well, foot down, right foot up, then. 
there's there are like multiple steps in there that are different things, but yeah, I don't. It's not very clear. And, okay. and much to Dale's credit, that he alluded to is like you know what, if you're considering it and talking to it and moving a position to talk with your opponent and say, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I think is going to happen. What do you see differently? What did we talk about terrain wise at the beginning of the game? Yep. Sure. Yeah, talking and then give them the option. Always. You know, say, you know what? If this isn't working the way I think, then I don't want that order to be issued, and I want to. Do, I have reserved the right to do something different instead. Yeah. Instead of just going assault. Well, what do you mean it doesn't work? Sorry, man. You committed. Go for it. Go. Okay. I think I can do this assault with this type of situation. What I'm seeing, if this is what I'm seeing or what we agree upon based on the rules beforehand, then I reserve the right to just kind of let's get okay. Then let's do a different order, and they'll be cool about that. Sure. Yep. As I mentioned last time, there's a difference between tournament and club play. Club play just kind of like throw it out there, do this stuff, and kind of discuss what's going on after that. But in tournament stuff, really drive your actual intentions across before you are forced to commit to that move. You know, okay. like in chess, don't take your don't take your finger off the piece until you've looked at all the angles. Right. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I think talking intent goes a long way. Perfect. All right. And most reasonable opponents will agree to that. Yep. I I think we Pat or any so we have like four or five more other mailbag things in here. Why don't you pick one more out and then we're gonna take a short break and come back to talk. Well, we didn't even tell anyone what we're talking about tonight. We're talking armies of poles. Super, super secret. Yeah. So we're gonna talk the poles tonight. <laughs> I hope that's that, not like that a club you're going to later. Yes, yes, the special club. No, the, we're going to talk armies of Poland. So, fifty-four, fifty-four minutes in, we're going to finally tell someone what we're or fifty-ish <laughs> minutes. We're going to finally tell people what we're talking about. Uh, that that that's just the way we roll sometimes. Well, well hopefully the title when we get to it will give it away. Maybe. That's up Maybe to you. Not. We'll, see. we'll have to figure it out. Half the time, I think they're kind of ambiguous, but that's okay. People seem to listen either way, so it doesn't really matter. Anyway. All right, so so one quick one I'd like to touch on, because the other two we kind of have listed here are a little more of other stuff. So let's talk about AT templates when they hit vehicles. And by what AT, you of, mean anti-tank? Yeah. No, no H-E. H-E. High A-T. explosive. High explosive. <laughs> I was like, AT doesn't have a, a- template. AT, AT, AT. AT, AT, HT. It's getting late over here in the side of the world. So an HE, all right. So in my very extravagant example is that an artillery strike happens to come down from the skies and actually happens to hit something. It's a four-inch HE. Ouch. So now if you have a unit and a vehicle nearby, and of course the rule is to... So if you hit the unit, you maximize to the unit as much as you can, and then any other friendlies nearby, you can try and sneak in there. You can hit them too. Yep. Yep. So now, if you actually talk about if the vehicle is hit, and this is where everybody gets so confused about. <laughs> this I'm is gonna, different, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's not different. It's always it's been printed the same in first edition and second edition. Oh, it's not different, but I mean, well, it's it's misconstrued. Okay. Yeah, and, that's okay. a good word. I would like to find the exact page, which I cannot at this very second. So if you actually hit a vehicle, it actually says the template must be on the center of the vehicle. Right. It does not not say 
should be centered on the vehicle. Right. Yes, that's the big difference. Which is an entirely different thing. Very different. Yeah, yeah, very different. Okay. So that is one, you know, that so that means that if you hit the uh, the tank or something like that and you have a 4-inch template, you basically have 4 inches from the center of that tank to possibly clip any other units that are well, I don't know, taking cover from that tank for lack of a better term. Oh, yes, yeah, so I say they shouldn't and be doing that's, that. That's kind of the whole thing there. And the other small caveat, just to throw in there real quick, because I know you guys are going to get a break, is so if you actually, like, maximize two units and that template clips a vehicle, that template is always considered to be hitting from the front of the vehicle and not the top because it's not a direct hit on it. It's being considered to be hit by a shrapnel or whatever blowing up from the ground that from actually targeting the other unit. Oh, and this applies to artillery nice. strikes. Okay. It applies to mortars and other any any indirect fire that's thrown on it. Sure. So the indirect fire only gets the plus one from the top if it was actually targeting that one or hit that specific armored vehicle unit. So that makes sense, but mm-hmm. can't always. It does, but it catches always. a lot of people off guard and might cause some rage in certain players. Sometimes they go, "No, no, no." The template has to touch the center of the vehicle. It doesn't have to be centered on the vehicle. Well, that yeah. means you can the other unit. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I can see yes, some it does. That's cheeky. Yeah, definitely could see people being well, like, "Well, that's that's bogus." But it is it is exactly how it's supposed to be played. Yes, it's, you just have to cover the center point of the model. You don't actually have to center the template on the model. Well, think of it the same way as that. So, if you have two units that are close to each other but have that little one inch gap, as we talked about. And you maximize the one unit you hit, mm-hmm. and you get four or five guys because they place pretty well. But as you get this four or five guys, you can still clip two or three from this other unit right next to them, or one or two. You get to hit that unit too and put the pins on them as well. So, right. in nice. case of in the case of units, though, you still have to maximize the models that you are targeting. Mm-hmm. And if Correct. you get and if you get lucky, you can maybe hit some other guys. You still have to yes. try and hit as many guys as you can in that other unit. So really, this is better for hitting vehicles. I mean, you get more advantage possible. Well, if, if, you hit if the you're vehicle. landing on a vehicle, you may potentially be able to move move, move that four inch template around pretty pretty nicely. Freely, right? Yeah. So yep. you get a pr- pretty wide area that you might be able to hit something next to it. Mm. Yep. So and it it may seem brutal because it is, but the lesson is that you spread your guys out. And if you know that an artillery strike is potentially coming in, you don't want a bunch of units right next to each other. Correct. So. Or if, you know, your opponent has three indirects or four indirects or something like that, you're going to have to you have to shift because they can start over, overlaying those pipe plates. So. Or some guy brought 288s or something. Uh-oh. I mean, who does that? Who does right? that? <laughs> We need, we need to make a snafu-approved stamp. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sound effect. Just, it could be like the law and sure. order gavel. The gun <laughs> and just... <laughs> oh, dear. Actually, yeah. that's kind of got me excited. I'm going to start doing some research on what we right, can do. Right, because I know, weren't you like going to try and hook it into your soundboard and like have a whole... Oops, I'm just like smacking my microphone now. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was supposed to be able to find all this stuff on my iPad, but I've been too busy. I haven't even been able to, to yeah. play around with a mixer or anything. So no, I I was just like I just started pushing buttons until it worked today. So <laughs> I <laughs> just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Greatest mixer ever. There's a it's, joke in there pretty, somewhere, something about a mixer and your cool. wife or something. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to make it make bread and it wasn't doing it. So 
Um, <laughs> got crackers really instead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. For those, I think um, maybe we should take a break on this one. Yeah, right? yeah so, that might be a good spot to put a pin in it. Before yep. we do yep. break, thanks to everyone who does um, kind of shoot us messages and things like that. I haven't been able to answer like I have been because I've been busy, but it is fun to see, you know, Rick and Pat's been picking that up really good. So I appreciate Pat staying on top it's of that as well. And I don't Pat. think... Um, I don't think Jeff actually has access to the the messages. So. I seriously, I don't think he has Facebook, but it's okay. His his uh, actual home mail address is. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we're doxing. We're going to dox him here, huh? Just dox it right out. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, o- omega directive uh, frequency is at. <laughs> Just ham radio call sign. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. That's what I was looking for. It's, Thank you. Have uh, it's Tiny there. Pug Princess. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Battle Pug, but that's okay. If that's if you want to go Princess, that's cool. Uh, that was taken. Otherwise, I would have taken uh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I suppose it's probably the first one. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I can't pronounce any Polish music titles, so you're going to get a Polish song. But I got if I can, I, I can't even pronounce these names. So, um, they have a lot of polkas. Yeah, is the yeah. beer barrel polka originally Polish? Uh, who's got the, the schnitzel? That's German. I think everybody over German. there claims it, honestly. I was gonna say, it it's, like the, it's like the Juicy Lucy here. Yes, like everybody says they invented 16 it. 16 restaurants have the first Juicy Lucy. And you know the worst part is you got to go to every one and try it and just see oh, who makes the so, best. It's so much fun to try them all. It's but terrible. Th- th- yeah. how come no one's put bacon inside yet? Because oh, it wouldn't they, cook oh, right. Oh, they have. It's just not pre-cooked that good. bacon. What? It's pre. Yeah, yeah. like bacon. Sorry, mitt. that's a different mm-hmm. podcast. You want to yeah. you want to wrap your juicy Lucy in bacon? Anyway, so for that those that better. don't know what a juicy Lucy is, since we're on the topic, it's two inside-out cheeseburger. Yeah, an inside-out cheeseburger. There's cheese inside, two patties of meat, and then they cook it on on a griddle. And it melts the cheese inside, and then you bite into it, and you burn your face off because you forget. And die immediately cheese from pours into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the last one I had, like a, a big wad of it, landed in my beard and just like napalmed into my face. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt like hell. But anyway, Do you still have flashbacks. Yeah, it's kind of it is kind of traumatic. Mm. It was very traumatic. It, I think all the cheese ended up in my beard, and I didn't actually eat any of it, so I was a little <laughs> pissed off too. So, like, not only did I burn my face, I was pissed off because I didn't have any cheese. Anyway, the moral of the story is that I can't pronounce these Polish songs, but you're going to get a Polish polka, maybe, I don't know. But we'll, we'll be back in three minutes. Oh, oh, oh. 
Depends how you feel about polka. Oh, I'm all for polka. Yeah, I'm down with the polka. Isn't, like like polka. An, isn't that like their whole thing? Mm. I hope I'm not stereotyping or pigeonholing <laughs> anyone there, but I think you might be. Yeah, I don't honestly, exactly I just don't know. know. I know there's like a, a lot of Germans like polka, so I don't know. How there's that nothing works. wrong with polka. Don't get me wrong. No, I just don't know how that works. If like the Germans like polka too, or where it came from. I bet you we will find out a few weeks after this thing airs. Yeah, someone will send us a nasty. Well, you mean like like three and a half minutes after the first time we talk about it? Yeah, right. Somebody will tell us. And somebody else will think it was funny. So that's what we're shooting for. Like I always tell my wife, if I said if I told you something and it could be taken two ways and one of them made you angry, I meant the other way. Well, there's some there's some truth in being angry about stuff too. At least it's invoking emotion. Something to be said other than just being boring. I guess. All right. So anyway, we're talking about the armies of Poland, like I alluded to at the very right before break. <laughs> Instead of doing it at the beginning of the episode, so why don't we uh, why don't we dive in? Uh, I don't know. I don't know their special rules all that well. Well, you know what? I I have them right here. Oh, all right. Where to go, Pat? We I can certainly we can certainly I, discuss them if you'd like. Did I play against them last night? I did. Poland? No, that was no, Romania. That was Romanians. I'm sorry. Same difference. Very not Polish. Very opposite of Polish, actually. Yeah, yeah. geez, man. It's like, <laughs> there's at least like 300 miles between those two countries. What the hell? <laughs> and, and like the entire different side of the war. <laughs> right, they're opposite sides of the war. So too. if anyone's curious that the, the armies of Poland can be found in France and the Allies. Correct. Okay. So Romania is not in the book of France and the Allies. We'll in fact, find. in Italy and the Axis. <laughs> yes, there we go. Shocking. So that's right. to help clear things up for Rick a little bit there, too. Thank you. Thank you. I'll 
go read that book now. Absolutely. So they've got three special rules. Okay. And uh, and I'm sure Jeff can give us a little more history as we go along here. I don't think they were in the war for very long in the beginning. Uh, well, that's officially and unofficially, sure. Um, they didn't last very long at the start of the war as an independent nation. But the Poles fought through the entire war. They're actually the longest fighting army in the war. Well, fair point, other than Germany. Right. <laughs> That's what you get for starting stuff. <laughs> yeah, you right, get right. You, get, it, you so. get to be the longest in when you start stuff. So Yes. The longest surviving army. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, so yeah. their Let's first special through. rule, uh, this one might sound very familiar, uh, communication actually... breakdown. Okay. Who else has that one? Anybody? France. Yeah. That's, yeah Belgium. That's the same I can remember. Yep. Is that the, There's a couple uh, of them. So basically, the these, so yeah, if, if your order dice is drawn in the first turn, your opponent can say, "No, no, put that back in the bag, well, draw again." First dice of the first turn, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. It's kind of inconsequential so, usually. So basically, oh my god! On occasion, though, it really wrecks you. Right? No, I'm saying is that sometimes you can get screwed by it, but normally that's not the case. Yeah. It. it it's. I, I don't think it's a game breaking rule. No. And I don't think it's a game saving rule. No. It's, it's just kind of. It yeah. is. It's not nearly as bad as Italy's rule, so that, that's very true. So that is so true. Okay. So, uh, uh, their second special rule is called "No Hope of Retreat." So, as Polish units were frequently surrounded by the enemies with no hope of escaping and no other options, they simply fought on. So, basically, they have the same thing that the Russian army has, like the for the motherland rule, which is if they have a morale test which is failed, which would result in the unit being destroyed, they can reroll it. And this, it, different from what the Russian army has, or the Soviet Union, whatever they want to call themselves, uh, is that it is for infantry, artillery, and vehicles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rose, and it also includes that, yeah. those that suffered the on-fire damage as a result, too. So. Oh, wow. That's, okay. Rose won't quit. <laughs> Not a, even when they're on fire. Yep. They're cool. All right. Okay. So what's so the next one? That's actually kind of nice. That's, pretty, that's, that's, yeah, that's that a decent rule. That one's very solid rule. Yeah. So the last one, number three, for those of you keeping track, uh, elite officer class. So Polish officers were very highly trained and indoctrinated. As a result, all Polish HQ units are fanatic. (laughs) I love that rule for flavor, but mechanically it's not great because once you're down to one bro, you don't get fanatic anymore. Right. (laughs) So... Right, you've you got tiny little units in your HQ, I guess. That's not all that exciting. But by okay. God, those HQ units will fight to the death. Except Until there's the one left. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you got to bring two and, bros. Well, I was going to say, so Medic is an HQ unit. <laughs> medic fanatic, all right. I guess, yeah, I mean, you're right, it is. But uh, do some of the, well, I think we'll, we'll get into it, but I don't think all of them get to actually bring guys? No, they can have assistance, can't they? Medics yeah, can have medics assistance. assistance yeah. Like two, three, four, maybe? Uh, two uh, other girls, usually. No, you're, you're thinking Australia. Australia's the only okay. one that gets that many. Sure. Yeah. I think they might be able to bring two dudes. That sounds correct. So excited about my fanatic medic. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, but how stupid is someone going to feel if they assault your medic and they lose because he's a fanatic with his two guys? <laughs> right? That would so be awesome. You'd be like, son of a bitch. How did that even work? And technically, they shouldn't have anything, right? As far as weapons, they're just going to claw you with their hands and hit you with, like, syringes or something. 
I think they can have a pistol. They, they technically can have pistols, but I mean, which makes them tough fighter fanatic. Yes. <laughs> if you model, it says as depicted on the model. So. Yeah. So yeah, pistol or as depicted. So. Yep. They can, so. and they. You know what? That's since it's an HQ, they're not paying for the modeled weapon nope. that they have. Nope. They Otherwise, normally you have fake guns. So there you go. There, there's your there's your key to the Polish army: fanatic, medic, uh, tough fighter. Yeah. Right, and you can have a major and a forward observer. So, since we're talking about the HQ units, that kind of led us right in there. That was, by the way, their their last special rule for the, for okay. Poland. Yeah, it's not that exciting, but that's okay. Their, their HQ units are the same as everyone. They have the same officers, uh, first, second, inexperienced, regular, everything across the board. Um, their weapons are as depicted as everyone else. Uh, then they can have accompanied up to two men. We talked about the medic. Yep, there's up to two guys with him. Um, although the medic can only be a veteran. There's only a veteran selector for that. Oh, I didn't notice that when I was looking at it, but you're right. Yeah. Yep. Same but as, like, the German army. Your medics are all veterans. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it kind of makes sense. But that's Would you all. really want an inexperienced, inexperienced medic in your army? <laughs> no. Like, no. Uh, well, I, mean, I think this is morphine. Dude, that's like vegetable oil. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. It's like, dude, your legs are gone. You're not going to feel this anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> well, even the veterans were doing that, though. I mean. Well, yeah. <laughs> bros messed up. Bros messed up. Right. Bros messed up. Yeah. There's not much coming back from that. But um, they've got uh, the forward observers, both artillery and air. Which is actually really nice that they can get an air forward observer. Whose uh, air force did they use? Their own. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they had a decent air force for the first week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, and they can also have pistols or rifles. Yeah, so that's, you know, as modeled. Right. Which, interestingly enough, it doesn't give them the SMG option. Uh, uh, early war, I imagine it wouldn't. No, if I remember yeah. right, this army's pretty light on SMGs. Right, it's... Yeah, but they got a smattering of BARs around. Right, they do have the BAR, which, which is, is awesome. We had those coming into World War II, though. We've had those since World War One. Yeah, I think it's interesting that did so did that did the Poles get them from um, from us before the war? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, they had them since before World War. So as it, I might be wrong on this, and I apologize, but I think uh, Jesse was doing some research and told me. The Belgians actually got a license to build BARs in Europe, and the Poles had bought them from the Belgians. Okay. That, that might be wrong. That was Jesse was saying, so. We can blame Jesse for that. If right. If that's wrong, yeah. I'll blame Jesse. But they okay. had BARs, or the what the European equivalent Polish army designation for the BAR was. Okay. That's interesting. They probably had an X and a T in it somewhere. Uh, w and a Z, I think, actually. For sure, yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's not, like, a weird K in there somewhere? Well, that backwards K, that would have been a Russian. Oh, yeah, that'd be Russian, okay. yes. Yeah, that'd so be Cyrillic. Russian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, that, so that's their uh, Fanatic HQ units. Which is odd, but I could... Yeah, it, fanatic it, Artillery Observer? Or <laughs> Fanatic Air Observer? Well, they're not worthless after that airstrike comes in. Right, they're going to go right. fight something. Except they That's don't something get... I would consider putting... You know, two extra guys with instead of like normally I just run one guy with them, get that small team. But if they're fanatic, why not? I mean, hey, yeah, right. That, that might, you might actually see a three man artillery observer team out there. I don't know. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, maybe it's something to get excited about in the armies of Poland. 
Um, so. Okay. So, I mean, it'd be like if, yeah, it could be a really weird list. I was just kind of looking at it. If you had all, if you took all of the HQ options you could just to get a bunch of fanatic little units, mm-hmm. it'd be kind of weird, but it would be fun. Maybe you'd see a lot more weird stuff that you're not not used to. The only one I'd be questioning is either your captain or your major, because that's a lot of points sunk into a tiny little unit. Eesh, it's a lot of points. Really? Oh, the captain major. Yeah, the captain major. Like, yeah. I don't well, think that's a good this... choice in the. Why don't people field them more often? That that extra snap too is that just is that just a mechanic that's not overly utilized well enough? I actually had a lot of success with that Captain Major in my early War French Army. Right, I did really you, liked it. Did you run that uh, club event or did you run that at a tournament? Uh, the Blitz Freeze. Okay. So I ran that at a tournament, and it's awesome when you can snap your guy can snap his lieutenant as well. So you're moving like half your army at a critical time. So that's cool. Plus, you stick a medic right behind him, and you know if you can save his casualty, it really pisses people off because you just saved like a hundred points. Well, is he is that something like that? You know, not to get too far away from the army, but since we're talking about them, is that worth more points to make him vet to keep him more survivable? Yeah. Yes, He's, I think so. I mean, how high of a cost is that? I'm getting fifteen points, one twenty-five for a single. So fifteen like, more points to jump him up to vet. That's totally worth it if he's already doing that. If, uh, already, if you the percentage investment on that. Sure, I get it, but it's just like that's just so many points. It's like another whole unit. It is, but but I mean, it is a whole not, a whole other unit that can give you critical movement at critical time. You've got to build your army for it, right? You can't just sure. willy nilly grab a captain and throw him in your list because that's going to do you nothing, right? But if you're running an infantry heavy list or a squad heavy list, it can be very useful. But the problem is, is that you just lost a squad too to put him in. So you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could see it potentially working, but like you just said, you have to build a list around it. I don't yeah. think you can do it any other way. But in this case, it's he and his three bros who are tough fighting fanatics. Right. That it's still just that's a lot of easy points to take off the table. I mean, they're not easy points, but they're fanatics are pretty tough to get off the table. Well, it, it's more like I, you I just can have think to of some three. Japanese armies that will agree with that. <laughs> yeah. It's more like you just have to do three wounds. Now, the problem with Japanese is they can put 20 dudes on the table that are fanatic. So, 20? Or, or 100 <laughs> dudes on the table that are fanatic. Yeah. I mean, units of 20 dudes dropping down. I do uh, make a side note here. I'm looking at the uh, Polish HQ choice from Warlord, and it's four guys and a dog with what looks like a little cart behind him. I was actually just looking at that myself. So That's kind of awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd have the dog, the, the captain, and one of the bros. You know, Those other two guys can be my medics or something. I would just have that the dog, dog is a soldier. Yeah, my dog would be my captain. Oh, so I know. Would be, would be your, I thought you said cat. Then I'm like, <laughs> no, captain. <laughs> what? I'm I'm mostly confused. But what? Yeah, what is that little thing he's pulling behind him? It looks like a wire. I think reel. that's actually a telephone line wire. What yeah, picture are you guys looking at? Uh, Polish HQ at the Warlord on their U.S. web store. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's running telephone wire. Is what it looks yes. like he's doing. Yep. That's pretty cool, actually. Why that's wouldn't awesome. you? Yeah, like throw a ball and let him go run run communication lines for you. That sounds great. Now, now, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but if someone models up their captain or major to be the bear, totally do it. <laughs> Polish Army had a bear during the war that, like, they taught to, really artillery, that taught to carry artillery shells from, like, storage to the gun. Well, when you're down in manpower, you'll go for anything, right? Well, yeah. I wish to God I could pronounce its name, but it's like Wojak or something close to that. 
Okay. You, you Google yourself Polish bear, and it should come right up. Super famous. Not, not, you don't have to put World War II on there somewhere? Uh, I doubt it. Okay. W-O-J-T-E-K. No, no, dude. W-O-J-T-E-K. these days, so. W-O-J-T-E-K. Yeah. I have no idea how to say that. I apologize to our Polish listeners. Wojciech. There's probably a silent J, or the J is probably pronounced like a W or something. A V, I think, actually. That sounds right, actually. Boy, I can't do it. Wojciech. And it only has taken us 60-ish minutes to screw up language. Yeah, no. sorry again. Hey, that's it's a new record. It is actually, I'm actually, actually, I'm actually pretty impressed yeah. with that. Yeah, no, it's been pretty good so far, but okay. All right, um, so that happened. Yep, so HQ is pretty much over with. Now, infantry? They have infantry squads. <laughs> yes, they, I hope they, they have <laughs> regular squads, and they have inexperienced squads. Uh, both have the same options available to them, and they are all 10 to 19 bros. And minimum one bro squad, can, minimum yep. squad size 10. Yeah. Maximum 9, and just because they can put a BAR, one BAR in the unit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's solid. That's yeah. solid. I mean, generally speaking, I try not to run less than a 10-man squad anyway, but you have to run 19 to get that full strength special rule that popped up in V2. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest problem is if you got to get to nineteen guys. But at the same time, it's nineteen bros who are going to get a reroll if they're blowing off for any reason. So good luck getting through that. I mean, getting nineteen guys on the table is pretty impressive as a unit. But yeah, yeah. so yeah, let's footprint see. they take up. Right? So that's nineteen bros with a BAR for one hundred ninety-five points. That's not bad. That's that's a lot of shots. That's at regular. Yep. Yeah, regular. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Oh, I I think that's a pretty like I don't know I think I would I think I would actually bring big units if I could you know, like most of the time I feel like I'm limited by like you're you hit the top of the cap and you can't go any farther. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do they they don't have any veterans? Do Not they? in their regular squads. No. Okay. Well, so we'll, get, we'll touch on what their I guess quote unquote elite options will be down the road here. <laughs> sure. But right, they so weren't. I don't think they were on long enough to really hit the elite status. No, that kind of makes sense that they were kind of not getting into that veteran status. The, the grizzled vets don't really hit in week three of the war, right? Because I mean, essentially, the anything that was veteran that survived ended was up from the, World War One, or well, or ended up in the British Army, right? Like, well, hold on now. Ended up in the French Army. French. Army. Then ended up in the British Army. Then sure. ended up in the Allied Army under their own flag. Okay. Well, right, but it's not necessarily really represented within this book, apparently. It's kind of what I'm feeling like anyway. Well, yeah, this is... So, the armies of France and the Allies only gives the Polish army for early war. Right. Right. Okay. So, like, pretty much up to Dunkirk. Okay. That makes sense. All right. So, we got regular... Looks like we have an inexperienced squad that does exactly the same thing, just inexperienced. Yep. For 138 points, you can have 19 bros with a BAR. Not bad. It's still decent. It's a lot of dudes. It's a lot of bros. It really sucks if they constantly fail their checks, though. Well, yeah, that's why you stick, it. That's why you stick the uh, captain bear behind them. I was going to say, the fanatic <laughs> captain behind that guy. Yep. Keep, yep. keep him in line there. Keep things moving. Yeah. Moving right along. What are the captains? So majors four, captains plus three? Yep. Yep. And how much did you save between the regular and experienced full squad there? 80-some points? Yeah. Uh, was it that? 
195, 130-something, so 60-something. Yeah. Two squads of those, and you've got your, your uh, captain paid for? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. If as long was, as you can keep it all together. I mean, you can get their orders moving, but they're still, you know, suffering the, the hit penalty for being experienced. I'm just... just That's why I got 19 of them. It's still 20 That's why you got 19 freaking dice. Uh, yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll roll some sixes on those. Yep. Something's getting through. Well, with the BAR, you're getting 20 shots. So, yeah. that's there something. You there you go. All right. Um, moving right along. Uh, then they've got their cavalry section, and this is... One of the most commonly spoken and loved about prestigious units in the game. So they are regular or veterans. So this is your first veteran infantry selector. Six to 13 guys. They, of course, still have the option for BAR. But the big cool thing on this is you can add lances to every every guy in there for what point. And now if the lances, you lose your range attack ability, which most people do from horseback. But you get an additional melee attack. So you're getting yep. two attacks, not the tough fighter where you have to hit and then get to re-roll. Okay. And, yeah, no, that's that's super good. Yeah, that's super good. But you can get 13 guys, so that's a lot of dice if they can all get their... Well, and you make them vets and then you're able to so get You're winning some assaults, that's for that's, sure. That's 26 attacks, man. That's Yeah, that's a lot of it. That's a lot of dice to Oof. throw. Uh, I, so and they do actually get to fire from horseback. So the count is pistols, which doesn't automatically confer tough fighter. So the they got right, the right the short barreled rifles, carbines, yeah. right. But if they take lances, they are not allowed to shoot those. Correct. So you got to choice. The lances, oh, come on, that's good stuff. Yeah, you take the lances. I, I would take the lances. I so actually, back that up. So. With the lances, they may not fire the carbine while mounted. So, I mean, they can dismount and they still have the rifle. So it's not like they get off the horse after their charge or two and then, like, it's like, hey, I'm just swinging this lance around. Uh, right. What now? So you they still have a backup when they when they get unhorsed. Yeah, you can still take a BAR. You just can't shoot it until you get on the ground. Well, a BAR, you wouldn't be able to shoot anyway, but... You could, but you wouldn't hit a damn thing except maybe the back of the horse's head. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty sure while you're on cavalry, you can only shoot so a car. By the rules, you can't fire it, yeah. and by logic, yeah. you shouldn't also. You shouldn't yes. try either, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do find that it's interesting that it also gives you an option to upgrade your HQ, one of your HQs, to be mounted on horses for five points a man. Oh, to ride with the cavalry section. Yeah, so you can, you can put your... You can put an, a, a, like your lieutenant on there or something. You mean Medic your veteran tough fighter fanatic? Yeah, right. <laughs> Captain on yeah. horseback? Yep. Uh, they don't get Look the lances out, as far as I can tell, though. Which would make them really fun. <laughs> if they were... Yeah, no, dude, but they're tough fighter. Because right, they actually right. have pistols. Oh, true. Yeah. They are. Where are you seeing that option, Rick? That sounds familiar, but I'm just, I'm just not seeing so it right here. So it's on Easy Army, and it's I'm in the fact where someone... Army. I think this is added because in the fact someone asked about mounting their HQ unit in the cow with a cow. Yeah, I, I see that was reading through the fact for that. That could I make sense. Do you yeah. think that is a across the board if you have a cavalry in your army or yep. given the ability to upgrade your HQ? Essentially, your lieutenant can be put on horseback if you want to. I think it's a little ambiguous on Easy Army. I think it was more pointed in the FAQ if someone wants to go find it. I 
I would go find it before you decide how to model your models. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but <laughs> like, don't get all pissed off when your medic on horseback isn't doing you anything, because that would be silly anyway, probably. You mean your veteran fanatic medic on horseback? <laughs> With pistols. <laughs> he's, just, he's just back there rocking it out, bro. It's all good. Right. Yeah, exactly. No worries. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I just, I, I obviously the we got the electronic version. And I don't have the FAQ at my fingertips because I'm a jerk and ill prepared. I've, I've got it printed out here. I'm digging through it. So if okay. there's some crinkling, that's me. Sure. He's fingering through his book here. While he's doing that, let's talk about the next one, which is the Tenth Motorized yeah. Cavalry Brigade. So these are your elite boys. These, these are, are your, yep, absolutely. These these are the. The creme de la creme, but despite their name, they don't actually get a motorized anything under them. They just make noises when they run. <laughs> yeah. So you get it's six to six to ten dudes, reg or vet. Yeah, reg or vet. Yep. Uh, and one BAR option. Otherwise, they got rifles. That's like the most anticlimactic. I know, right? <laughs> it's like the coolest name for like here's some guys that got some rifles and 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 one BAR. You like nothing else. That's so. This is this is your small unit selection. Because you, your minimum is six, right? Yeah, if you want a smaller unit, you can take a sixty-point unit. Yeah, it's not, well, it's not the end of the world. The other thing is, is this is your only option for veteran infantry on foot? Right. On right. foot, yes, yeah. good point. Yeah, so good you point. stick you stick these guys in a truck or a half track. I mean, that's sure. how they traditionally were supposed to ride around. Okay. Or a motorcycle? Do they have a motorcycle option? I'm looking. I don't think they do. No, hmm. they they have what? Well, the next unit is the bicycle infantry. Which well, come yeah. with bicycles. Well, that's at least good. Uh, FYI, I did find it's in the first page of Frequently Asked Questions, page 7 of the current fact. Um, if my platoon includes cavalry squads, can I mount an officer and the men and his team on horse? And the answer is, that sounds reasonable in a platoon that includes one or more cavalry squads. Any HQ team can be mounted on horses at the cost of five points per man, getting okay. the cavalry special rule. <laughs> I love that it's, it starts out, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. We're going to do this. <laughs> Thanks, Alessio. Like, I know, it's just the fact that they're like, we hadn't thought of this, but it sounds reasonable, so it we're going to do it. Like, sure. I think that's awesome that they actually just like said, you know, we didn't think about doing this, so let's do it. Yeah. Um, that yeah. sounds really cool, man. Do it. Yeah. Totally do that. <laughs> we'll give you sure. a point. Hell, the, well, they gave you a point cost. Like, this is how you do it. Wait. Say that again. What was what did it say you could put on horseback? Just your lieutenant? Any HQ team can be mounted on horses. So Five you've got men. your combat medic there. You got your combat your medic, you got your combat forward air observer, you got your combat. He's uh, <laughs> trying to dial captain. in on the captain. horseback. That'd be awesome. Major. Well, he's got to do a fire order, so he can't even run the horse. Yeah, like, right. Well, I'm, it's like, I mean, Mr. Ed, hold still. i got to call on this airstrike. And to be fair, he kind of wants to be on the board earlier because he gets advanced deployment anyway, so why yeah. would you do that? Right? Well, Doesn't I don't know. He... If you outflank with your air observer off a cavalry horse, that could be nasty. <laughs> Just be badass. <laughs> It'd be fun. But you still need a fire order, and then you have to wait for another turn. Yeah, but, like, you could come in someplace where you're not expecting him at all. <laughs> you, you, know what, you know what we're realizing we're missing in all of that, though, that we're not thinking about? Is mm. the fact that you can recce with it. Oh, yeah. Recce with the horse, sure. Yeah. Recce like, with your air observer. Or recce with your air observer or whatever. Like, whatever that thing was that you have on horseback is now much more survivable. Your like, recce medic? Your recce medic. I, th- that one seems silly, but... Your recce, <laughs> yeah, but your recce captain's amazing. Your recce captain would be like... That'd be like you could do all sorts oh, of... Oh, he can't snap, too, if he's recce, though. 
No, but you could definitely keep 140 points alive or 100 and whatever. Yeah. And a shit ton of you points. Want to, you could wreck him forward into cover near right. his own men. Or wreck him to another side of the table or wreck him to the other. Like, you know, I have a unit over here that I need to move appropriately. Or I just need this bon- leadership bonus to be in range. Right. Like, there's all sorts of stuff that, yeah. Shenanigans all over the place. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Well, I, I really think cavalry is underexploited in the majority of the bolt action world, our personal club aside. Yeah, I would agree. Very very seldomly do you see... You see maybe one little tiny unit. I just just remember Operation Snafu last year, that game between Dave and Hagen, and Hagen's like, this dude's got a guy on a horse with a sword. What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) That was hysterical. (laughs) Like, well, what's he doing to you? He's kicking my ass. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, too bad they don't give a horse an attack in close combat, right? Oh my god! Thankfully, Dave has not found the lancers yet, or maybe he has and just not. But man, if to go Poland to could get an eighty-eight, he would play Poland. There Good you point. go. Yeah. Good point. Fair. Man point. loves the only thing he likes more than horses is the is the eighty-eight. And he's really, really flustered when he did the recon rumble test scenario the other night, and he couldn't put his eighty-eight in it. He was just yeah. like. What am I supposed to spend my points on? He's like, what, what game? Why am I playing this game? Flip yeah, so what, what game is this? This is what? It's not the same game. All right, Flip so we talked. Table, do we, do we didn't really talk bicycle squad. So the bicycle squad so, is. I think the bicycle came from an additional unit or somewhere else because they don't actually show up in the. Yeah, they're a page yeah. zero on Easy Army. Yeah, but it's, it's nineteen it's, dudes with a on bikes for two hundred nine points, and a BAR. So like everything is kind of the same here. So bike. bikes are generally speaking like a two point. An extraordinarily okay. situational thing. Yeah, right. So bikes have to make double move of a run. All their movement has to be on roads. And if they do anything other than the run order, they jump off their bike and they're done. That's it. It's kind of like it. tank riders, except a little bit more stringent than that even. It has to be a run and it has to be on roads. So if you don't have a run, you're well, jumping. It out. has to be a run. They can double their move on roads. Yeah. Okay, that's that's different. I mean, it is different. They can be. They could have mountain bikes for all we know. How many mountain bikes do you remember from World War Two? I don't remember World War Two. I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> 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 no, I'm no. I've seen enough pictures that they're driving the like. Yeah, they're riding the old Schwins that look like from they're from the forties. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense though, right? All so right. in this this other infantry squad that they have in here, I'm not really sure. I, I looked and I couldn't find where they pulled it from. Is the, what the we were talking about this earlier? The dragoons. So I think I found it. Okay, it's good. So, sort of. Well, sort of here. I don't find the book reference, but read the composition. It's one NCO and five men as dismounted cavalry. So these are just infantry guys. They don't get the horse. No, this that's is just like point. rules. If you want to take cavalry, but not start them on their horses for some damn reason. What do you do with the horse? I, I think the horse like stays behind. It's like a camp follower. I don't know. <laughs> what's the? What's I don't know what the point is either. Don't look at me, man. <laughs> you want okay, to mod- so- you want to model up cool looking cavalry guys on foot. This is what you do. Yeah, okay, is it, that's it's it. another veteran infantry selection to get you yeah. to thir- uh, you know six to thirteen. There you go. Yeah, I I don't know exactly. I don't get it either. All right. But I'm not sure where that came from. I've and I've I've searched all the source books, and I know people. Someone's going to say, "Germany strikes," and I couldn't find it in there. Uh, you'd be very unimpressed with the 
with the units that they do introduce in that. It's like basically Larry's shop owner with a with a gun. So stuff. I, so here's so here's the difference I'm understanding. Like I'm just I'm doing Wikipedia. So I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night, so I don't really know if this is true or not. So I think the Polish lancers fought on horseback. Mm-hmm. Dragoons, by tradition, were mounted infantry, but dismounted to fight. Yes. So that's kind of like they used they used horses as a mode of transportation, but they didn't never they never fought on horseback. Yes. Which makes so, sense in uh, that, that makes sense mechanized to warfare. Right. Okay. And, and then apparently over time they were trained for combat on horseback. But then I I don't know. Uh, I'm, I might be fucking this all up because I think... Some, somebody that likes Napoleonics can explain this to us. Right. I think, this is, I think I'm reading more Napoleonic than I am actually World War II, but... Yeah. Well, this is a holdover from that, I think. Right. I think that's that, where the, the name is still coming from, but... Yep. I'm like trying to find anything in World War II that talks about why why this stuff was, but I I good luck. If someone wants to reach out to us and tell us why what these where this unit came from, and oh, I guarantee somebody will. Oh, I'm That's sure great. We'll put it on the Facebook great. page, and we yep. appreciate yep. the. If the, if nothing else, we like to learn new stuff, right? Guys? Right. I'd like to know what they are. I'd, I'd like if they're cool. Like you can make an army with them because right. they are still decent. You get a 13 man squad of veterans with a BAR is still decent. Like. Uh, it, it's on par. It's on point with everybody else. It's not anything special, but yep. It's funny that they list cavalry cal- carbine as their weapon. Yeah, but then, it's a rifle on foot. Yeah, it's essentially a rifle. Yeah. Well, and I'm still confused by the fact that down below, I don't know. I'm just looking at Easy Army. Maybe there's a little bit of a screw up in, as far as Easy Army because it does basically say that they may not fire while mounted. Even though it says that they are dismounted cavalry? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand this one. All right, well, we're just going to ignore that one because there's other choices you could take for veterans, and that works, I guess. I, right. I don't know how many selections you need for a veteran to say, hey, I've got a veteran selection right here. No. Right. My unit so. they're, maybe they're supposed to be mounted on trucks. Like, you know. The only reason why they're nice is because I think you can be slightly bigger units. You can have a 13-man yes. squad versus a 10-man squad. Makes a difference. Well, and the the previous vet selector was just a five to nine, for as far as regular infantry is concerned. So, Correct. are you paying more for it to not be on a horse? <laughs> uh, well, so you're talking. No, the you're not. Mo- you're talking. No, the you're ten, thirteen points. Yeah, they're the they're the right points. The ten motorized can be up to ten men. <coughs> yeah, because that's what'll fit in a truck or right. a half track. Right, because it's it's one NCO and five men plus an additional four. So you start like that's so that's a ten man squad and you can get these guys up to thirteen. So uh, it's the only thing that is nice about them, I guess, is you can just get a bigger veteran squad if you can fit the points in for it anyway. And as we're going to go into the next stuff, I could probably see that you might have the room for the points. Uh, just yeah, just saying everything else from here on out is going to be no, not entirely lackluster, but not as exciting as some other armies have been. All right, so then moving into the other choices, the other uh, infantry teams. Yeah, so you have everything, it looks like. Well, no. No heavy. Okay. They've got a medium machine gun team, which is, like everyone else's, 50 points of why are you taking that? A waste of 50 points, yes. Okay. <laughs> Basically. Maybe version 3 will have them a little better. Right. Um, then they've got the anti-tank rifle team, which is, you know... More useful than you think, really. It, yeah. it really is. This is this one's a great transport killer. Yes, 
Sure. Yeah, totally. I can see that. Maybe not taking out the tank, but that's okay. Yeah, it's a the AT part should be maybe anti transport. <laughs> maybe that's yeah. what it was the whole time. Yeah, it's just it's been misconstrued through history. Like, no, this this bolt never did anything to tanks. Yeah, no. we didn't shoot these at tanks. Yeah, maybe Japanese tanks. Well, right, those were those were transports essentially. But those those the tanks were in air quotes on, on those were Japanese <laughs> tanks. It'll, it'll punch a Panzer one. Maybe right. Panzer some of those, some of those, yeah, lighter. So lighter in 19, 1939, it was fine. Right. Sure. Right. Yes. In, in bolt action terms, there's half the people are playing 44, and the other ones are trying to play in theme. Yeah. But, all right. So, so, so do what you yeah, want so. to, but Fluffy Bunny doesn't ever work out for Jeff. <laughs> or most people. Yeah. All right. You, so, you got to be better than I am to win with Fluffy Bunny. Right. So then we have some artillery, and it looks like they have some. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, throw that break what? down there. Oh, what did I miss here? My favorite thing in this whole army. Oh, absolutely, the marksman. <laughs> singular, by the way. Singular, oh, regular vet option. This guy is a sniper, but he's a single model with the sniper rule. Oh, interesting. Does he take the ne- negative modifier all the time? Then he doesn't have the no. team weapon rule. Oh. He has the sniper rule. I like it. So he's, ironically enough, so he's, he's 40 points, so he's 10 points cheaper than a regular sniper. So got, he doesn't have a spotter. He's 50 points as a vet, so he's 15 points cheaper than the regular than the regular veteran. Obviously, he just got the one wound, small team, but he doesn't need to have the other guy, and he doesn't have the team weapon, so he doesn't have that penalty. But yep. he snipes. That's really slick, actually. Yeah. I, I like that. I sorry, I didn't mean to skip over that one. I would have come back to it, but yeah, that's so uh, I, that's a solid choice. Fifty point yeah. single model, yeah. Forty point at regular, yeah. Side note: It looks like the uh, the package deal they sell with the small weapons teams for Poland. The sniper comes with a spotter that you can't actually take. So, uh, like maybe there's your captain right there, or it's got a pistol. It could be a medic too. Yeah, yeah. Bro kneeling with a pair of uh, binoculars in his hand. So yeah, uh, captain sounds right. Well, which wait, which that. one are you looking at? What do you mean? The oh, one that's sure. on this page. Yeah, you're right, because I'm seeing... You're right. Wait, which one is... Center group. Okay. Guy standing with the anti-tank rifle, guy laying down anti-tank rifle team. The one that says Polish Army Marksman? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I no, I got that. I, I'm looking Super. at the teams, but I'm trying to figure out, because I thought the guy maybe with the, with the gun on his shoulder was a sniper, but that's just an anti-tank gun. Yeah. And I thought that, it, yeah, that... that that's funny. Even though it's, I guess it's one. They put them on one base for a reason. Team, team of one. Team of that that they both die if one dies. Army of one, baby. Yes. Yeah. Interest. It's an interesting choice. All right. So now, then, rounding out their team weapons is they have access to a light mortar and a medium mortar, and we're done. Yeah. And no okay. heavy mortars here. All right. Nope. No. And you can no spot, flame you can Still have a spotter. Not on a, on a medium anyway. Can't have it in a light. Yeah, medium can have a spotter. The light, uh, no. Yes, correct. <laughs> it has never had a light, or had never had a spotter, never will. Okay. Well, All right. Now, version three. now moving into artillery, we have some artillery choices. We well, have yeah, a would you like? Would you like light? Would you like medium? Or would you like heavy? Yes. So they got the standard stock. All three flavors. All yep. three flavors. No goofy rules. No squeeze board. Anything goofy <laughs> like that about them. They're all straightforward. Yep. Nothing. Then, scary. would you like a light auto cannon or a heavy auto cannon? <laughs> Pretty much. They do have the option. Looks like for a light anti-tank gun, which is nice. Both uh, thirty-seven. So they've got yep. They got the thirty-seven, and they've also got the Bofors forty. 
Yeah, so they have to take anti anti aircraft, and they've also got the auto cannon too. Mm -hmm. The FKAWZ thirty eight sounds like they stole it from Russia. No, that's that's, that's that sounds very, Polish. Never mind, very Polish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, essentially, you got all the flavors of the artillery as much as they can. They don't have a lot of choices still. I don't know. Uh, so the anti tank guns they they have a light and they have an auto cannon. Yep. And then they have a, the anti-aircraft gun, which is still just more autocannons. Yeah, right? which is a pretty common theme in early war. In the early war is that no one has a very good anti-tank gun. The French have a medium. That's about as heavy as you're ever going to see in the early war. Other than the friggin' 88s. <laughs> Those are pretty heavy. I think they knew Super what they were getting into, heavy. though. Yeah. They may, have been, they may have been shifting the meta. A little bit. <laughs> I mean... I don't. I, I don't mind the, the howitzer option. I think that's like that's an easy choice in this one. I think. I agree. Like medium or heavy artillery. Like, well, I guess we'll see what the toes are before we go down heavy. But they've got a good selection of toes, actually. Okay. Do they? Okay. So then maybe you go heavy and just blow shit up that way. That's yeah, probably they got the a couple. Way. They got a couple half track options here. The okay. That'll pull it. Well, they got an armored carrier that'll no not pull a heavy. Never mind. Uh, yeah, maybe go smaller then. But it, you have no, the here you go, here you go. C7P artillery tractor. Any howitzer. 7 plus, armored carrier, not open topped. Regular for 45 points. That's a good selection there, actually. I'm if you need something to pull your gun around. This is an armored car, or what is this? Uh, this is a tow. Toes. There's this tow section, that's right. Yeah. Okay. The half-track tractor. It'll get your stuff moving around. Of course, at that point, why would you not just bring the horse-drawn limber for 10 points? But, you know, whatever. Cause you, It'll get cause your gun you, on the board. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yep, that's exactly right. I mean, yeah, anyone can take a 12-point 12 12 point, uh, horse-drawn limber that always gets wounded on a 3+. plus. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not all that special. I don't know if I want that one. Damn, now I'm going to look up what a C7... I'm going to look what that thing looks like. C7P artillery tractor. I'm curious now. Okay. Which one are you curious on? That we're talking toes on, on the um, the C oh, the, the C2P artillery tractor. Dude, this thing looks really cool. Looks like a golf cart from hell. <laughs> Does hell need golf carts? Apparently, Ooh, yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh oh, <laughs> like this. Yeah, that thing is awesome. All right. You gotta, gotta find someone that makes that. Right? Oh, wait, I see. I, there's a model here. Uh oh. Uh oh. On the way models makes one. Oh, it's 170 second scale. Damn it. Yeah. It looks like it's out of a James Bond movie, but it's painted the wrong color. Yeah. Like it should be painted. It's like It looks like a snowcat or something. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it's somewhere. a golf cart from hell, man. <laughs> the model I'm looking at looks like a. Like a uh, a barracks on tank treads. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like sign me up. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Bring easy. this. Bring this to your turn if you're playing pull on. This has got style. Yeah, it's definitely got a style. Like maybe we should have style points. Like. <laughs> yeah, not painting points. Style points. Just style points. Dude, like cool. yeah, you, yeah. You brought you brought the silly stuff that nobody should have brought. But all right, we're going to give you style points for it. Okay. Okay. Right. So you've got options for anything you want to tow in here. Good choice. Yeah. How many points is that guy? Forty-five. 
for inexperience. I think. Let me see 50, 50 points regular. You're bringing that regular, please. Actually, the C7P is uh, the tow any howitzer, seven armored carrier, regular 45. Oh, I'm looking at the one. The one. Okay, so if you're going to take the medium howitzer, though, the the C2P artillery tractor, the the 50 point option is a seven up armor. Yeah, so is this one though. Oh, is it? Okay, so the other one is the one you want to take then. Yeah, what the hell? Why? Why? Like, there's two choices. Why would it be cheaper to take? Why would the points be different when, when the what's one that the, can't what's tow? the tow capacity on both? Are they both anyhow? They have so the one that can tow heavier stuff is cheaper. That doesn't make any. It doesn't sense. make any sense. It must have come out in a different book. Is it tracked versus wheeled? Maybe. Well, tracked is the C two P. What's the no, they're seven? They're both tracked. They're both tracked. What the hell? Well, they're both C two P. So that's the problem. There's well, two C seven P and C two P. Oh, I yeah. thought they're not the same. I need my glasses apparently. <laughs> So the two piece fifty points, the seven piece forty five points, and can tow anything. Maybe it's to represent the the. It's a point by system. There's no representing. Oh. Yeah, right. Well, so the C two. Maybe it's a style point thing. Let's see what the C two P looks like. No, that looks. That hang on, hang on. The C two P is a light or medium howitzer. It can't tow a heavy. That's right, what right. we're saying. Oh, so it's more expensive to not tow a heavy. Five, it's yeah. five more points to to drag that one around. Uh, let's see what's in the actual book book. Yeah. Okay. Well, on yeah. that front, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the actual unit, and the C2P is like the golf cart from like heck. It's not right. quite as cool. You <laughs> said hell before. Well, yeah, because well, the other C7P. one's bigger. This is this one's this one's cute. Oh my god, is that the actual thing? Oh my god, dude, there's a picture of Bro sitting in it. It's so tiny. Hang on, hang on. The C7P like a... is open topped. Oh boy, not in this, not in Easy Army. Good job, Easy Army. Fix that. So in the in the rule book here, the C7P artillery tractor is listed as special rules open topped, and that is not on the C2P. Okay, well that would make the difference then. Well, and one drag one can't drag a heavy though Dude. if you're taking heavy. Right, the Seriously. open top can carry any can carry the heavy. The right. C2P, there's a picture of it here, right, with some with some bros in it. It is it tiny. It looks like a Barbie Jeep with tracks. Yeah. Wow. It's like smaller than a Panzer One. It's but your Barbie wow. girl in your Barbie world. I wouldn't say that to that guy's face, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll turn his howitzer around on you. Oh, God, he'd just run me over with it. <laughs> okay, well, that explains the point discrepancy. All right, cool. Mystery that, solved. That may, that explains it. But, it, dude, it's, it's that's a pretty cool tractor. I like it. All right, yeah, moving. I, that, that's style points right there, man. And, Not, yeah, you're right. Easy Army on this C7P is missing the special rule from topped. Yep. Okay. That explains all. So that explains can, the point discrepancy, right. though. So it can, but it can drag bigger things, but it is open top. That makes a big yeah. difference. Yep. Okay, open right. top's a pretty big thing. Yeah, all right. yeah. Way to Especially go, gang! Up armor. Way to go, gang! Back in the mystery machine, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Jenkins. <laughs> all right, so we pulled then, the mask off the C7P. It was open topped all along. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. There you all go. Right. We got armored cars. Then it actually looks like there's some selections here. The armored cars. Yeah, a couple. I don't know if there are any of them are any good to take. Well, but. they got a turret mounted MMG. They so got they got the the armor mounted. cars. They got the WZ thirty four. Was that a guess? Yes, because I'm not on that page right now. Yes, it's a thirty four. Twenty eight and a thirty four. It looks like you can give either one a low velocity and a tank gun for thirty points. Ooh, Seven yeah. plus. Yeah. Looks like they're closed top with recce. That's not terrible. I there we go. Yep. I don't. I don't mind a seven up with recce. It's kind. Of, that's not awful. Uh, you can, and it comes with an MMG, so you can upgrade to a low velocity. Just for the record, though, men men with style and taste go for the TKS tankette. Just so you know. 
So it's a 7 plus tank cat with a hull mounted MMG. Yeah, that but can you be can, upgraded you, to an auto cannon for 20 points. It. And it's yeah. a recce? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Most armor yeah. cars are recce. There's yeah. This one is tracked, though. That's, that's why I was questioning it. Yeah, it's got recce. So here's what I like about this one. Sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bore you for a second. Um, there's a story about this one where <laughs> the Polish, at the start of the war, the Pol- one of the Polish tank aces, um, he became an ace because he shot up an entire column of uh, German tanks with one of these, with a 20-millimeter cannon. Killed a Panzer IV, a couple Panzer threes, and a couple Panzer twos with this thing. Holy, rolling a lot of natural 20s. Uh, well, basically, yeah. D- nobody could see it. It's tiny. Exactly. It's so freaking <laughs> tiny. It's like they couldn't see their sights low enough. This thing is right? just like literally riding underneath a Panzer. And if you've got nerves of steel to sit there and take a few shots, you can do things like that. Put it through the hatch on the Panzer IV, you know. And it's does it does it have a single man turret rule? No, no. Interesting, because I'm I can't imagine more than one dude fit in that damn thing. I think two guys fit in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Two really close. You got to like your friend. Yeah, close comfortable don't, fellas. I want to. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a two man vehicle. I'm looking now because I'm like, no way. I'm almost positive that's two man. Yeah, <laughs> there's totally two guys in it. Oh Jesus. man, that thing is tiny. That would be rough. <laughs> okay, I, I retract my previous statement. This is the Barbie Jeep from hell right here. Yeah, this is worse. Than, this is worse than the other wow. one by far. Like that's. That's so there you go. The armies of Poland, number of producers of Barbie Jeeps. I mean, well, I mean, look at how tiny that thing is. Yeah, like if Good you go Lord, to War, I, if, if you go to Warlord's website and you look at the pictures, they actually show a model for scale, like as far as how big it is, and the dude is the dude is taller than the tank. Dude, if, if I got on that, I would break the suspension. <laughs> That's assuming it has suspension. Yeah, good call. <laughs> it probably doesn't even have that. You probably just rough riding that thing all day long. Oof. Dude, if I had one of those, I would put like carpet around the outside so it looks like a flying carpet as I just sat there with my arms folded, sticking the torso out of the tank. <laughs> Something like that is. God, yeah, that's it's crazy. cool though. I like, I do like it though. Like as far as like tiny little, like you could have your tiny little toe and your tiny little tank. So yeah. far, we're so far we're on a theme here, and in giant units. All right, with your see. fanatic mounted uh, medic with the pistol. <laughs> yeah, right. <team>. Exactly. <laughs> this list Ooh, is getting weirder shit. and weirder. Rolling with the Lancers. Uh, hey, maybe this is why people like Poland. Yeah, yeah sure. Hey, it's, hey, hey Pat. A cool, weird little. Yeah. Stuff. Does uh, since it's so short, does an infantry squad give that thing full cover? <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Sure, I, I would, I would say that it is pretty small. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's literally like waist high on a guy standing. Yeah, May, maybe stomach high. It's that's pretty crazy. Small. Wow. All right, so the last armored car. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Go ahead and pronounce that the Sanka. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get back here. Urs. The Ursus. Is, where is it? No, he's looking at the uh, in the book. That's the oh, oh really a different one. Tuk- okay. Yeah, let's go with that Takshenka. What's this guy? Takshenka. Yeah, that sounds close enough. I don't know what this one is actually. WZ thirty six. It's cheap. Wow. <laughs> okay, really at least on cheap. Easy Army, it's got the rule: just a cart. <laughs> <laughs> Moves as a wheeled vehicle. Yep. <laughs> ah, just a cart. What the D- hell? So. 
So it's got. So um, here you go. Rear facing MMG covering the rear arc. This is twenty points. It's a three plus soft skin. That's the just the cart part that comes in. It is literally MMG in a cart that somebody pulls. In the name of God, is this? Please tell me there's an image of this somewhere. It is a three-man, four-wheel, horse-drawn cart with a maximum MMG on the back. Oh my God! There's there's totally pictures, and this thing looks epic. Where are you at? I I just Google searched and went to images. Okay. Oh hell, they make it. The Soviets have one. Uh, Tashchenka. MMG. Uh, wow, the Soviets have an actual... Warlord makes a model for the Soviet oh, yeah. version of this. Actually, oh, I've God. seen this one. Yeah, okay. Dude. Well, so the Soviet version is horse-drawn. This is oh, horse-drawn. So this is horse-drawn as well. Yep. Okay. So you get your... Uh, what, what were those red wagons called? The radio flyers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, put a machine gun in the back and everyone hang on for dear life. This is the, the poor man's version of the gas. <laughs> Very poor man's version of gas. Well, it's like, a, well, yeah, that's not even close because, like, that's still only sixty. This is this is not modern weaponry. No, this is this wow. is very holdover from World War One. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody I, thought I mean, this I was imagine... a good idea. So yeah, again, wow. this is a three-man, four-wheeled, horse-drawn cart. Damage value twenty points. Plus. It's a three-plus, okay. so you know a, a pistol could do some serious damage. Wow. Right. Well, I mean, there, there was, if I guess if I was getting invaded and I thought we were all going to die anyway, I guess I'd still be riding around on that thing before I give up. Yeah, right. but, a uh, you can't platoon, give up. but a tank platoon with like eight of these would be great. That'd be 160 points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's cheap. It's a cheap order dice if you do nothing else with it, I guess. Okay, here's what I'm saying. Okay. If we do the doubles at Adepticon again and one guy can bring a tank platoon, one guy's just bringing these. Just as many of those as you can fit in. Yeah, which is a lot. <laughs> right, well, right. Yeah, how many, how many areas do you have? How many areas do you have? 24. Yeah. Uh, it's only 800 no, points. Just yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have other stuff. Oh, and my yeah. lieutenant's on a horse. <laughs> With his medic and the pistol, his two rows. <laughs> here's, the, uh, here's the problem with that is that's... Thirty-five dollars a model. Uh, so, pretty sure you three D print this. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. That would be hilarious. And you get your kids, My Little Ponies, to pull it. <laughs> sure. Wow. Might be a little off scale. Shame I know that. <laughs> you got kids, yeah, it's all good, man. I'm not even gonna ask. All right, so that's that's all that they actually have in wow. the book. I see there's a couple other in Easy Army that are probably coming from somewhere else. Yeah, I think the what what have we got here? We got a truck field of some car. Sort. Field car, no transport. You can you can maybe put an MMG on. Not terribly exciting. It's twenty five points with the MMG. It's what another fifteen usually another 15. forty for regular. It's it's soft skin. Soft skin uh, armored car kind of contradicts it a little bit for my liking. It gives you flak, which is nice. I guess not that Sorry. flak is super big. But it's three sixty two. That's that's not. Yeah. For okay. forty points, it's again. It's like the it's a uh, it's a it's a machine gun. It's like the motorcycle machine gun. It's forty points for a five shots. You take that in a German list all day long. Yeah, that's like the motorcycle without recce. It, so. Right, except it doesn't have recce. That's the only yeah. thing it doesn't have. 
but otherwise it's essentially the motorcycle. So I also yeah, I also see in the Warlord that they have a model for a motorcycle bro in, in the the tenth motorized brigade. Where was that yeah, option? Was, that's what I'm there? saying. I was that they I thought they rode motorcycles. That's why I was so confused they didn't have it. They, they, they've got to have them somewhere. Somewhere. All right. So a, tr- a car, a truck with machine gun. The last option here on Easy Ar- Easy Army is the uh, Ursus heavy armored car. I'm going to guess Ursus is some variation of bear. As I say, is that's a that's the tr- Greek name for bear, isn't it? Latin name for bear. Couple different, um, couple different language. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> hey, any romance language uses a variation yeah, of that right. for bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty standard armored car. There, seven plus recce, turret mounted, low velocity anti tank gun, rear facing MMG, and one hole mounted rear facing. Wait, what? Turret mounted rear facing MMG and one hole mounted rear facing MMG. Just stop being pulled by a cart again. So take your oh, shot no, no. your main so gun to the front and then run away as you spraying machine gun fire behind you. Well, but read the, read the rules because it has the two oh, main jobs gun. rule. You get to pick a gun. So Main gun or turret mounted MMG, but not both. Ah, that's not so bad. You could fire both MMGs. Without having to turn around? Out the butt, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not terrible. 90 points. It's okay. It's this is great. at least an armored car. It's got 7 plus to it. I think this one looks kind of cool-ish. I mean, it's got that World War One armored car feel to it, so... Okay. Well, should we, uh, interesting it's got should we the... cover, like, all four other tanks? Well, hang on a second. Let me look at what they got here. <laughs> I'm just... Well, I, I think we've covered some of them. We've covered three of them before. Yes, we have. <laughs> right. Yeah, so... <laughs> and the other two, calling of... them tanks is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, so you got your selection of French oh. tanks. Renault yep. FT, Renault R35, and Hotchkiss H35. Hotchkiss H35 is an okay tank. It's a light tank, low velocity anti tank gun. At least it's A plus. Oh, yeah. it's got one man turret. Ugh, gotta hate that rule. I only if you're really a... bad at uh, order checks, which I am. No, yeah, these are all one man well. turret. I it's so kind of like... no, you're bad at uh, uh, re- reserve rolls. That's what yeah. seems to be your big thing. So we got three this French tanks. Looks, I think two British cool. tanks. Okay, turret mounted. Yeah, I you got your Vickers. And then your 7 TP, I think you can give it two turret. Can you give this one two turrets with MMGs? We're going to play single turret with two MMG turrets for minus 35 points. That's not terrible. Which one? Right. The, so the 7 TP, points, and you oh, yeah. take 35 points off, so it's now 80 points regular, and it has two MMG turrets on it in the light tank. It's not terrible. It's kind of specific okay. use. But. Isn't there like a German tank that kind of does that? It's got like, just like... Eight plus and two Ooh. turreted MMGs. So well, there's, that's there's a Russian one, I think. Is there a German well, there's one? There's two. There might be. What's the Panzer so, one? Does it even have a, a real tank gun on it? Uh, I think it's got a machine gun on it. Yeah, it's just machine guns, right? Yeah, I think it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> machine gun. Gun singular, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's supposed to be a training tank. Well, there you go. Uh, but the seven TP is there. Uh, that's a uh, that's vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. So it's kind of. Brutal. Yeah. Well, it's the best you got if you wanted something that approximating a tank, though. Well, it's and it's eighty points. It's got your only standard light anti tank gun. It's not even low velocity. So if you want an anti tank gun, this is sort of plus your four is plus, plus four for eighty. Oh wait, that's one fifteen. Yeah, one fifteen is regular. Yeah, that's yeah. still not terrible for that. No, you just do got to be cautious with it, obviously. Yeah. 
Which, I mean, you have to be... Well, early war, there's a lot of vulnerable tanks. I mean, there's the the M3 Stewart had that problem, too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Along the same lines with the light pop gun. Hell, late war, there's still vulnerable tanks. Well, yeah, there's that, too. So... You know, if you want to... If you want... This this is as close to a standard tank as you're going to get in a Polish army. Sure. So... Yeah, it ain't bad. It's not small enough, though. Given... your yeah. selectors, if you're really opposed to French tanks, I would go with this one. Yes. Although, personally, I would just take that TKS tankette and roll with that. Yeah, I, I like that little guy. Does and I save mean, the is... points for more infantry. M-O-A-R infantry. <laughs> M-O-A-R? I, I, didn't know that was an, <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Oh, it's always an option, man. Well, there you uh, go. That's, yeah, that's transports it. your truck, car... There's a half track, but it's not a very good one. And it's a not a real. Car. It's not a real half track. Yeah. Oh, half it truck. is armored, but you can't. Boy. <laughs> I read that as half truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, half track half is truck. a half truck. Hey, desperate times, desperate measures, man. Get well, out of anything that's got wheels that's moving. It only transports five men, so it sort of is a half truck. Well, you can you can do an extended version. Oh, hey, it's got the. Oh yeah. So I you can get that. up to twelve in there. Nice. Stretched half truck. Yeah, I wonder if they made half those on the fly. Truck. Probably. They started pulling on them. You just, just, you just put it like a wooden bed on the back of it. Wow. <laughs> just hang on. They put loops on the outside for people to hang on. Yeah, right. Well, they had truck bed stretchers in Poland, right? Yeah. You just you lock it to one side, and you just kind of let the guy go a little bit. Go, right, we're good enough, Steve. we got 14 more people in. Go. <laughs> I mean, really, it's about how motivated you are to fit that many people in. I've seen college students like 12 in a <laughs> Clown car so. syndrome. <laughs> I mean, I mean watch, you watch people getting on the subway. Yeah, right? I, oh, I, my goodness. Nothing, nothing special here, obviously. Well, yeah, transports are never very obviously very exciting. But oh, they, got the, they got the standard 39-point truck. There you go. You want to transport dudes around. Well, they've got the the car or light utility truck because it can hold up to three guys. So, you so it's kind of their equivalent of the Jeep. Right. Uh, yeah. So the you medic without his horse. Yeah, or your or, or artillery observer, fanatic artillery observer. Um, but, the you know, the upside that the, the half-track truck can at least put an MMG on it. So yeah, that's, that's up, nice. that's up okay. on some armies. Yeah. Like Romania, yeah. maybe we'll talk about them someday. But the problem is, is that you're spending quite a bit of points to get it up to, like, get it to what, twelve dudes? What? No, it's still so. As you're only spending fourteen more points to increase that capacity. Yeah, but you're, you're. Uh, I guess it's a seven up armor, so it's ninety four points for an MMG. That do you know what most? You know what the M five is? Yeah, ninety nine points. Like, yep, yep. It's on. It's actually on par with other half tracks. Yeah, yep. they do good at that point buy stuff. Yeah, other and you than can throw, that. you can throw the pintle mounted, medium machine gun on there. Yeah, not a terrible. No, I, I mean I put that into, I did the math into that. So. Okay, all right, yeah. Like so, it's it's almost identically costed as the M three, so it's it, there's nothing special about it. Hey, but, but this one can also tow the heavy anti aircraft gun they don't have. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got that going for it. Good call. Good call. Yeah, that's funny, actually. Well, it is what it is. Right, when you're writing 
rules for games and you're like this is the this is the classification it has and it gets this and you copy and paste that classification in never mind the fact that the army doesn't have it available so if you were playing like an, an ally 2v2 thing you know it could tow your allies heavy anti anti-aircraft gun for you right yeah right yeah yep that's a little this little field car is kind of interesting though this oh dear god why'd you go to the field that's a jeep uh, yeah but it's five men yeah, it's a little bigger. Field cars. Field oh, cars field car. Bigger. Sorry, car. Yeah. Car. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Not a not a jeep. The the, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Bazins. Bazins. Yeah. That's too many Z's for a word that short. Not in Poland. Well, apparently not. I would not survive it, very well in Poland. Yeah. Except for like the sausage <laughs> there. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, so the field car can fit up to five guys. So you don't have any five man squads other than like your. HQ. Your officers, yeah. yeah. If so. you don't want to put them in horses, I guess you could do that. Yeah, I think horses have more style. Well, you know, the, the car gets an MMG, uh, but it loses uh, tow capacity if you do that. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's, the only, that's the armored car version, isn't it? Uh, no. Oh, this is still under the transport heading. At least I'm looking oh. at the the ebook here. Okay. Well, the, it's it's. Different on Easy Army. I'm not going to comment about which one's correct. <laughs> I can only read what's in front of me. Oh, man. So, right here, then this is in the tow selector. says the, whatever, how you pronounce it, 302 field car. 25 points regular, soft skin, 5 men, toes, light howitzer, light medium, and then options next page. says may add pintle mounted MMG for... 360 arc of fire, plus 15 points, losing all transport capacity. Oh, then it goes to your armored car. Then it gets pushed to an armored car. Yep. yep. So, my rule. That makes a lot more sense. Yep. Do they have that listed in the armored car that way? Yes. Okay. Then... Yeah, they did, actually. There you go. See, we get to the bottom of everything. God, we're, like, killing it tonight. Right. Like a Scooby <laughs> snack for that? Mmm. Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, thanks anyway. Yeah, thanks sorry. Thanks for playing. Next time, you and you and Shaggy can hang out in the back of the mystery machine for a little bit, though. Right? No, yeah, yeah. That all—that's the same thing. How when many drug-laden images were in that cartoon, huh? Uh, like all of them. I mean, I think <laughs> the whole thing was someone's like the world's largest trip. I don't know any yeah. other way to describe that the, show. The dog talked to the bro. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it was pretty obvious, it, or it should have been very obvious. I'm surprised my parents let me watch that. Like, given that all the innuendos but I guess whatever whatever make uh, they that's a different can't, podcast can't, can't yeah, shelter you forever yeah. yes exactly so that's <laughs> when you're three or four that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have done it then yeah well, that's it that's that's so that is not. early war army of Poland okay so I'm going to ask the question that Dale that Dale normally asks not that you haven't noticed he's been gone for a little while here um I can say it now because we know he's not coming back because we're almost done uh, Jeff, what do you think? Does this does this feel historically accurate? Does it feel like it's flavorful? Yeah, yeah. It this does a pretty me. good job of cap of capturing that early war feel to Poland. Yeah. Uh, so, Pat, I'm going to ask you this question: Does it feel competitive? <laughs> uh, oof. You know, yes. I'm going to stick back to the whole, you know, it's a point by system, so it's just a matter of where you're putting your points and how you're doing it. 
the fact that they can have the larger units uh, weighs a lot heavier than most people would think initially, and the fact that they still they're not <clears throat> blowing their points on. 250, 350 tanks to get into that power-heavy spot, and as Dale likes to usually point out, you can kind of ignore one tank, and you have to with this army because you don't have any answers for a heavy tank. Right, right. You, you are not the best. Tank. You're hoping for is to get some pins with your heavy art, with your heavy artillery or your medium mortar from the top. If you're lucky, yeah, to get some pins on the thing, you're not going to do anything else to it. I don't even think you have the option of anti-tank grenades on anybody. Uh, not uh, that I, I have seen no. anywhere. Yeah, that's... You just have to ignore the opponent's tank then and just kill everything else. It's sure. tough, flavorful. If you like Cav, this oh could be God, a lot yeah. of fun. This has got a lot of great modeling potential to it, and maybe if that's a competitive edge you're looking for... Yep. Uh, you can't deny their cavalry with those extra attacks and those lancers. No. You run two, three squads of that, and you're going to make Gurkhas look like fools. Yeah. Compared think, to how other people would deal with Gurkhas. Yeah. I think if you were going to pick an army, and like you were going to play all phases of the war with him, so you're going to make an early war Polish army, you're going to make a, a mid-war like mix Polish army, and then a late war Polish army... That's awesome. Like this is this is the country I would pick to do that with, because a okay. you can and b it changes dramatically, right? I mean, you go yeah. from this army that's got like no answer to it to the Polish ar- first armor division by the end of the war, and it's like whoa. <laughs> Which is like rolling in after yeah. just yeah, they're rolling in behind uh, thirty core actually. Yeah, dramatic difference. Or you get the Polish airborne, right? Those guys are fucking tough as nails, dude. So and that's Mar- Market Garden. Yep. So, so, you know, they do have a list of Market Garden, which, honestly, at that point, they're sharing the same list as the British are. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed they didn't get a, a breakout of their own list there, but whatever. So, and we've had this question before, is that uh, we got a question to our Facebook, and someone was asking, hey, I've been doing all this research, and I know what, you know, the Poland was using at this time period I'm looking at, which was the end of the war. They had this, they had this, and I'm like, play them as British. Paint them up with the Polish colors, the uniforms that you're expecting, the insignias there, there in their vehicles. Yep. But you can certainly play them under the British rules. I mean, that's and that's what you almost have to do. Right. Right. I mean, you're until right. they, until they. Now you're losing your fanatic HQ, which sucks. But well, but you're getting a whole bunch of other rules. A well, selection of a bunch of them. And you're right. getting you access can, to a lot of rules to choose. Yeah. And so a recommendation is if you are actually going to do that, and they do call this out in the Market Garden, that if you're doing kind of the Polish the Polish with the British rules, is that you take the special rule of vengeance, mm-hmm. which is if you have any enemy unit within 6 or 12, I forget off the top of my head, you roll a dice and basically on a 4 plus, you shake a pin automatically before you have to make an, an order test. Yeah. So that kind of kind of is meant to capture the resilience of the Polish that they have in their no hope of retreat thing, but now actually it's late war, so they can still run back to you know, Britain, I guess. Well, it's it's why well, <laughs> it's also more like, we're actually going to liberate our homeland if we win this war, so, you know. Right, a little more, a little more pressure and a little bit of personal personal skin in the game. Right, we've been in this since 39, we want to end this. Sure, yeah. Cool. Which is awesome. I think a Polish army would look... Any phase of the war, Polish army is always a good choice. 
Yeah, I'd be kind of disappointed. There isn't, like you said, there isn't a lot of overlap. Like if you're playing, they're distinctly different. You wouldn't have much that you could take from one army and put into another and maybe no. make them work, which is kind of interesting. I'm sorry, I'm like actually seeing you're building a list as we do this. Yeah, that's what you usually do, isn't it, Rick? Right? Yeah, I always thing. do it's it. I always and then, and then you save that list and you go over to Warlord and you put a bunch of stuff in the cart and you go, no, my wife would kill me. No, well, yeah, right. In this <laughs> one, cause I, well, I mean, I don't think half the models I'm looking at... I don't know how... I'd have to like sit down and actually look at this one because I don't think this one is... Like, the list I made is very competitive. Although I guess I have... I have three 19-man 19, three 19 squads and a full squad of cavalry, uh, all regular, and then I have a shit ton of little units. Do you know what? Do go a different route. Run an all-cav list on this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be an interesting choice. I don't know what I think about it. Well, how many points is a cavalry selection? So regular is 156 plus. I put all the math into like getting all my HQs upgraded onto horseback. But oh, it's interesting. It could actually be very interesting. Let me see if I can get out of here. Um, yeah, I think that's a that could be a winning strategy. Having seen what cavalry can do recently, it would be a, a unique way of playing it. And I think you would catch a lot of people off guard if you if you put four four lancer units down on the table. Oosh. Mm -hmm. You're not going to shoot a lot though. That's I mean that's the only thing I'd be worried about is what would you do to overcome shooting. You just wouldn't. You just get in their face as fast as you can. Yes. Or you put them all on flank and you basically have artillery and stuff on the table. Like yeah. Both of those are options, I well, guess. I'm trying to build a list now too, really quick. Different, <laughs> like, different flavor. Fun. <laughs> are you guys doing all cav, or are you both doing something different? We're doing something different. I I did a I did a bunch of crazy stuff. I like that little tank cat, and I had some cav. I had I put one cavalry unit in. I I might make. Uh... Oh wait, I've never seen that button before. I'm sorry. I'm just finding <laughs> the buttons. Whoa, 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 whoa! The, whoa. the clear all. Don't button? follow those that links. Was... Jeff sends you. <laughs> you know, follow all the links. <laughs> yes. You just blindly click on anything Jeff sends you. That goes yeah, for right. everyone that ever... Wait, are you looking at Easy Army? Yes. Are you looking at the calc points? No, there was a, there was a clear all. Like you can oh, yeah, it. you haven't seen that one? I never used it before. I was oh. like, ah, this list. I don't like this list. All right, I'm doing the all. I'm doing the all because that's 200 points per unit. Oh, no. That's a really well, you don't have to me. spend much on a tank. Damn, I got too no, expensive. No, in fact, you don't spend any on a tank. I, I think, I think if you're going to take that list, you have to take the the to the tech. I can't say it now. How did you say it? Texana, uh, whatever it is, the the freaking horse drawn MMG. Well, I was actually going to say that I think if you do a true flavor uh, tank wars on tank wars, that this probably does not have a lot of hope for success. Oh my god, no. You <laughs> No. You, right, you want to go late war if you're going to do tank wars. That's, yeah. Let's just put that out there. So I got my thousand point list here. This is this is terrible and awesome. Got okay. second regular second lieutenant with one friend, so they do get to be fanatic for a second. 
Sure. Until <laughs> someone gets hit. I've got the captain with two friends because he's the boss of this operation. The lieutenant's actually just there to fetch coffee. Sure. Five squads of the 10th Motorized Cavalry, a regular 10-man with a BAR. One TKS tankette with the autocannon and five trucks for everybody to ride in. Uh, and what's the dirty on it? Uh, that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. And that's a thousand points? That's a thousand even. You said everybody's on transports? Everybody's in a truck. So that's a recon rumble over Could be a recon rumble top. list. You dropped 300 points and you got her. Oh, yeah. Well, that's easy. That's, uh... Well... That's easy. Let's see if I can drop through the point. 700, right? Yes. Okay, drop that platoon save. Drop that platoon save. Don't need that then. Clear option platoon. Oh, 26 points. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what they do. Where am I going to find 26 points? So, and also your marksman, who is a sniper, gets the advanced deployment roll. Yes, he does. So throw him in there. 40 points worth of shoot 'em up killing mortars. Gotta like that. Unless they were your mortars, and then you don't like that. Right. Alright. I, I like two. sniping with light artillery myself. I think that's a lot more fun. A little more sporting. Alright. Requires those sixes on sixes. So here's here's the list I just put together. Is. Oh shit, I'm missing something here. Hold on a second. What the fuck? Something, something's wrong. Oh no! Dang it! Now I'm gonna be broken. Now I'm gonna be sad. I what you do? I forgot a key component. Lieutenant? No, I had that. Oh, I forgot okay. to. I forgot to check the lances. Oh no! Yeah, I want to some lances. points. I want some lances. Oh, at least I have something to get rid of to make up for it here. I think. Oh shit! Maybe? Maybe? Yes. Okay. Here's my list. <laughs> All right, four cav- four vet cavalry squads at thirteen models each with a B uh, with no no BAR right. Oh, why would I give them B? Why would I give them BARs? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not if you're giving them lances. That makes no sense. No. So you, so you get thirteen dudes with lances. I got four units of those. Uh, uh, junior lieutenant, second lieutenant. Uh, with two bros, I think it was two bros. Let me look to make sure. One bro and a medic with there you go. Bros. <laughs> Get that medic in there. Yeah, that medic, and you put them and you put them both on horseback. And then you take the the Texana or whatever the MMG is, the rear facing MMG, and that's seven order dice. And it's I'm like I'm getting close to being full on pointed out here. I think that would be a really funny list. I don't know if it would work, but it would be interesting. You know what I find interesting, and you mentioned the lances, and I just had to double-check this, is that even though they're lances, which we all think naturally, you know, night charging, stuff like that, that you would get the extra attack when charging, it only says close combat. Right. Yeah, you get it no matter what. Right. You can defend with a lance. Right. Isn't the whole point of a lance is the actual momentum? Uh, it's a different kind of lance. You're thinking of a jousting lance, and sure. this is more like a polearm lance. Okay, well. It's closer to a spear, but it's a lot longer. Poke, poke them with a sharp end is kind of the idea, right? The, yeah, the pointy end goes in the other man. That's Right, yeah. if, if they're running at you with their gun and they're not shooting you and they're trying to use Set their to charge. Net, you might have some range on them. All right, I readjusted for a recon rumble list here. Okay. Still got the second lieutenant, now he's got two friends. Three full squads of 10th Motorized Brigade, each one's got a 10-man regular and a BAR. 
We got three trucks, a TKS tank cat with the auto cannon, light mortar team, anti-tank rifle team, and a marksman. Marksman forward deploys. Everybody else is on a on a truck. Nice. Eleven order dice, six ninety-seven. And was it three squads you had there? Three squads, three trucks, and three small teams that'll fit in the two extra spaces on each truck. <laughs> I like Just it. Barely fitting it. Yep. Wait, wait. It's wait, place for everything and everything in its place. A me- yep. Was it a medium order? Light. Light. I was going to say a medium order is three dudes, so you're going to have to make sure you yeah, get Yeah, no, that. it's got to be a light mortar. Yeah, it won't fit with a medium. Nope. Mm, interesting. I'll stick with my I'll stick with my Marines for that one, but well, as long as you can get a buffalo on the table out of reserve. How many how many order checks did you fail from reserve on that? Honestly, the whole night was that was that five or six? I know it was five in a row. Over two games, it was at least five. It may have been six. I stopped counting at like two because I was. You were getting. You were actually getting visibly angry about it. Well, I wasn't getting angry at Dave. Like Dave had well, no, like no, it wasn't Dave's fault that you roll for crap. No, I was just like, wow. Seriously, well, <laughs> I rolled an eleven or twelve five times in a row. That's, that's that like game. as badly as if you know Hagen had blamed him for the prep bombardment that he hit like right. sixes on every single squad yeah, while was... changing dice halfway through because he felt bad. No, it was it was fine. That still like, goes I... down as one of the epic dice moments in history. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was pretty awesome. Okay. All right, I guess I got nothing more for to say about Poland. I don't see myself playing them other than that their their horse guys are pretty cool looking actually. I'm gonna, not going to lie. This is a this is a panache army, right? You play these guys cuz you got a certain flair you want to roll with. Sure. You've got so and from, you know, the three or four people that I've talked to who have played who have Polish armies or are collecting them or painting them. Now some of them have been at tournaments a couple years ago as Adepticon there's guy and they know the history of the army they're putting on the table. They're that right. passionate about it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Some of them might have been Polish by birth, but, you know, and that's that's cool. I, I got no problem with that. So yeah. I think, yeah, like Jeff's saying, this is kind of something that this is, uh, at its core, is probably not the, you know, going to finish top tier in 90% of the tournaments. Right. I think most things can cut this up pretty easy. But it's it's uh the the people who play these know the history of like and probably have the names of the dudes that are represented in their army. Yeah, Fair. you play this army because you're a badass and you're proving that you can win with this. Is, that is after yeah. you got done mopping up people with French and said, "I need to find a different army to kill people with." Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and and nobody's ready to play Norway, so you know. Right. Well, <laughs> I was just gonna I was gonna bring that up. But Sir, I, also I, I not appearing not. in this film will be. Yeah. <laughs> that don't yeah. sh- that doesn't show up at tournaments at all, or even doesn't... talked about. Wait, are we going? Do we? Wait, have hang on, we can player? cover Noir real quick. Here we go. We're done. Don't, don't Hold go there. No, no. Here, let's cover Noir really quick. Play them as a partisan list. That's yes. cool. And then right. you have yeah, a chance, a and you choice. have some special rules. Yep. Hold on, I wanted to go look at something really quick. It so wasn't Norway, here. was it? He's thinking uh, about Norway. No, I was looking to see if we had a Norway player at our tournament. Uh, God, if, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, up. Brian has signed had, up. I think we actually. I think he signed up. So I think that's, we actually that's, have that's a. awesome. He has signed gonna, up. You know what? Rock on, dude. Yeah, you should give him something special for that. Uh, an army book. Whoa, whoa! Where'd these guys come from? 
so I, I just clicked I over to the Norway reinforced picture. platoon, right? Yep. Norwegian Royal Guard. I don't remember them being a choice. Oh, interesting. In the book. Where, where I don't know where they, they come, from? come from, but they're veteran infantry. You can get 11 guys in a squad, and they can have a light machine gun. That's already better than, like, half the things this thing has. What else we got hiding in here? Easy army. Actually, <laughs> the special rules for the army are, are not terrible, since you made me open the page, since I had the book anyway. By the way, they are in the same book that we were just reading, which is uh, French and the Allies. Hey, by the way, we got some time. We're going to apparently just... Here's some bonus coverage for you. Bonus content. All right, so they have the same communication breakdown. Okay. Uh, they have field craft, which you recall we talked about in the partisans. Yep, yep, yep. that's a good one. That's uh, they have that's the infiltration, which means they ignore the minus one for coming onto the table. They've got standard officers. I'm just skimming, but put skis on them. Mm-hmm. They have a medic, only a regular available. Ford observer, just artillery, just artillery, no air. Not terrible. You can have skis for free. Skis for free, if modeled. Uh, infantry selectors, light machine gun availability. Yeah. And it's it's up to a ten man squad. Inexperienced Norwegian Royal Guard is in here. Oh my God! It is all right. And so it's it's uh, five to eleven. It looks like light machine gun. Um, Anti-tank weapons. Molotov cocktails. Free skis. <laughs> Sensing uh, a theme with the free skis. Wait, Machine wait, gun wait. team, sniper team, light mortar, medium mortar, stops there, field artillery, light, stops. Not terrible. I mean, you, And then they go to the transports and toes. There you go. Yeah. Right. And we've just where's done that, Norway. Where's that armored car selector? Where's they that have trucks selector? and they have cars and light utility trucks. Well, truck's pretty standard for everybody. It holds 12 guys. It could pull that light howitzer, or it could pull that light medium anti-tank gun you don't have. Yes. Right? Um, this is a very infantry-heavy army. This is a ski truck. club. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so there you go. There's your bonus content right there. We just covered Norway for you. Yeah. That, so I'm, I'm, I'm sad we didn't make this a whole episode. I was thinking of Norway Home. <laughs> Norway Home, yeah, there you go. Well, like we, can, we can fit it in. We'll put it in the title, even though. <laughs> we'll talk about Norway for... No, everybody will like, watch the... Uh, or see. Was the that like four minutes? Yeah, right. That'd be like, there's no way they can talk about Norway for an hour, like let alone two. Yeah, we'll, we'll just hide the episode name and actually just, like we talk about Poland instead. So, yeah. like, this list, you have to take Molotov cocktails because it's all you have options for. Like, it's the only anti-tank anti -tank? option yeah. you have. That's your only anti-tank options, yes. No, you got a light artillery piece. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you bring that, and everyone's just got freaking anti-tank weapons. You what, got a medium like, order? Well, that, that was only the Royal Guard. Well, right, I'm taking all Royal Guard because it's the only veteran choice I have. And you, like, need to fill out points somehow. Bro, if you play on a table where, like, it's heavy snow, though, and those skis negate it, you're going to win. Right, I just yeah. want I just want skis all the time. I'm like, why would you not take them? They're free, right? Is that just cause? It's, it, um, and honestly, rules wise, there's no penalty for having skis on not snow. Right, right. It would work on sand too. Poorly, unless you got some really good wax. Well, they got Norwegian wax. It's like the best, right? There you go. How many Norwegians <laughs> fight in the desert? That sounds like the beginning of a really bad and racist joke. <laughs> 
kind of does. <laughs> it kind of does. Um, I don't know. All right, so there we go. Just Bonus for the record, Norway. if you win a game with Norway, you have my everlasting respect. And love. No. No. Love you long time. No? Okay. I'm just trying to... I'm pointing this out because why not? I'm here. We're gonna, if they we're want gonna love, be, they got to pay. This is the most Norway we're going to ever talk in our entire lives. Right? No, this we'll, we'll, we'll rag on this list a little more. But we'll rag on it, but we've hey, never Their special rules are actually pretty solid. They also mimic very closely what the partisans have. You know, on that on that note, on that note, would you rather play a Norwegian list or an Italian list? Uh, Norwegian list. Italian. Really? I'm kind of leaning towards Norway. <laughs> I, I would rather <laughs> like, play Norway. There's at least tanks and armored cars in Italy. Don't need them. Yeah. They're crutch. In this game, you might not. I mean, there's a there's a clarity of purpose in this list where you're just taking Royal Guard. Right, <laughs> the Royal Guard list. It's the Royal Guard list. That's like that's like Star Wars ignoring your stormtroopers and only running with the Emperor's Red Guard. Yep, that's it. Well, obviously stormtroopers couldn't hit anything anyway, but you know that's that's a that's a different podcast. This is yeah, uh, I, this has got I, potential. I could I could see running a yeah you're running a, a medium order of a sniper. For I got four squads. You could probably split it up differently than I did, but. With all with well, hang MMG. on. Did their, did their truck actually get an MMG option? Because then I could get on board. I don't think so. I didn't think so either, but no. no, it can no, be helpful. No, I mean... It's like just truck as... and car, right? It's like, you know, you got your F-150. No you can you mount a Can you mount a pencil on the horse? No? <laughs> I don't think you'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only may, once, and then it's never, never again. I feel like mm. you, got the, you got the little artillery piece. Uh, just the I'm light. Super excited about it. Light's yeah. better than nothing. It's forty it's points. Uh, I was just trying it's to find places. Cheap. I mean, it's it's so it's, it's, okay. So if I were doing a recon rumble, I would take this over Italians. Yes. Yes. That's easy. Just uh, just based on the special rules. Yeah. They have better. Okay, so they're a worse list, but they have better special rules than the Italians do. What does that say? <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what fieldcraft actually is. Is that the one that? You ignore, you ignore difficult ground first turn. So, right. all right. So during setup, Norway uh, units start the game in hidden at the start of the game, already in ambush. Oh, so that's, that's right. what they get to do. Yeah. Okay. And the first, in, the ambush, and okay. in addition, the first turn of the game, all Norwegian infantry units treat rough ground and obstacles as open ground. Did they okay. say you could start in ambush? Yeah. yeah. Hidden and ambush. Dude, that's really good. Well, if you got royal guard, it's not so bad. It's still good even on regular guys with I an suppose. LMG. Partisans do just fine with that, too. Because you can yeah. just sit on that ambush order. Because they actually have the right. same rule. Yeah. Just hold on and wait for something to come around the corner. And you don't yeah. care because you don't have any tanks. So right. you're like, I'm not going to try an alpha with a tank. You're going to accept it and move along. Interesting. Okay. Well, so this is the Poland and Norway episode. So now i got to find a song that is both Polish and Norwegian. Or the poor way. The poor way. <laughs> Noland. Pull way. Norland. Pull way sounds wrong, so we're going to go with poor way. Poor way. Norland. Nor- 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 Norland. Norland. <laughs> Wait, Nordland? Are we back to fantasy? Yes. yes. No, no, don't go there. Uh, yeah. 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 That exploded, I forgot. It's too soon. Too soon, I know. It's always going to be too soon. It's going to never not be too soon. Yeah. Until I can sell all of my fantasy armies, it'll be too soon. Yeah, good call. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I guess I haven't even tried. It just they just sit in the garage. Every time <laughs> you I go there, I weep. He's <laughs> like, huh? Okay, look at that. Okay, yeah, moving uh, on. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right, speaking of moving on, I I think that's that's all we got. Right? Is there anything else? Uh, thank you for commenting on Facebook and all our social media, engaging with us. That's pretty awesome. Still, we still get quite a bit, especially you, Pat. You you found people to connect with that love your 3d printing and i got a 3d, 3D printing, printing community <laughs> right you're making Super your jealous, own man. it's pretty awesome i like um, it yeah and so and do yeah. cat by the way in the background is another one of your bunkers being printed right now oh interesting cool we okay. only need uh, 10 of them so right it's it's kind of like it's kind of intriguing how <clears throat> economical that is for touring so that, mm-hmm. that's a good uh, little good little thing there that's a was a good purchase on your part, Pat. You probably I like it. paid Maybe for I should yourself. Get one too. What's that? You've probably paid f- for it already. If you think about uh, how many piece of train you bought with it, yeah, pretty close. Or, the trouble is the uh, in the weekends I get enough enough stuff printed off that I don't have time to paint when I'm printing. So I'll be pushing <laughs> some stuff down the road to to you fellas. Oh snap! Okay, so you high quality painter type people. Well, I can airbrush. I can do whatever. I'll I'll do whatever you need to get done as much as I can. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um, I forgot how we even ended this thing. It's been so long. We just give up. I think usually <laughs> they're done listening by now. Our anyway, will, our will to live has been crushed at this point. All right. Yeah, it's kind of like you know a conversation. You just stay quiet enough. It's okay for everyone to hang up. <laughs> that is that reminds me of my like whole teenage like girlfriend time. You'd be like, I don't want to hang up. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you right. hang up. And you guys are weird. I, I set the phone down next to the dog so she'd still hear breathing, and I just wandered off. <laughs> Go do something more constructive with my time. Yep. All right. Well, speaking of doing more constructive things with our time, maybe we should call it a night. Sounds Pat, you like want to out? All right. This is Snafu over and out.
Zakochane twoje serce, może też tajemnie 